0: Doge, which is like, what is that, like
1: 1,400 bucks? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I want to chime in on this. Uh, We definitely needed some people like Bark and Swizz and all of them to come ready into Doge. And it was like, that's what really we needed. We needed some ready guys. Like anybody else who comes, they're just dropping off of like floor level. Of course, you're not going to get the traction that Bark and them are getting. So even if it's not real or even if it is real, they're getting that traction, whether it was real or not. That's what was going to happen.
2: Real shit. Yeah. That's a good take. Yeah. And something I just want to note as well. um, I'm just a person where if there's something controversial, I'm going to ask you directly, I want to hear your opinion. You know, I'm not going to talk behind your back. I'm not going to do all this bullshit. I want to have this open conversation again. Right. So everyone can make their own informed decision based off of the conversation that they heard. And to me, right. That's the most decentralized way. Never telling somebody what to buy, what not to buy. As long as you're an adult and you understand everything that exists and you like whatever take, whatever side, then then that's up to you. That's kind of how, how I see it. Yo, happy Tuesday, everybody. We are starting off the week with inscription markets discussions. We started off with a bang for Dojinal's community getting added to OKX. Doji shot up like, I think, 60%. While all the other inscriptions the systems that were supposed to be that are going to be added um, were pretty flat, um, Bitcoin Ordinals um, had a rough start this week with its uh, premiere mint of Quantum Cats getting shut down immediately and then being postponed <laughs> twice. So, lots of things to discuss. Um, but first, Adam, man, how how
0: was your weekend? Did you watch football Sunday? All, all football, all Sunday. Both teams I wanted to win lost. So it's uh, crashing like an X space man. I mean, what is the deal that you saw they're gonna do video spaces on X? God help us, it's gonna be a complete shit show to have video spaces on X. I just, it's gonna be fun to watch because like this, like obviously I couldn't connect, I couldn't be a speaker. It draws me down. It's like, yet yeah, they're gonna be able to handle that all with uh, with video. Uh, It's going to be interesting to watch. I'm excited for that. If yeah, if you guys miss it, that's that's coming up. So
2: yeah, uh, I'll see. I'll see if I could find that post and pin it to the top. One of the X developers teased uh, yesterday a post where you could toggle on video natively into um, X Spaces, which is pretty nice, right? Like right now, if if you guys aren't aware, Adam and I are streaming live streaming this, so we're talking through my account. And it projects to to YouTube and to X Spaces, and so we have like 15 live viewers right now, and then everyone on Spaces. But it's a pain in the ass to set up. I'm gonna be completely honest. I, you guys don't see you guys don't see this, but I'm literally like running around my room for five minutes, like taking taking my phone, <laughs> putting it in the bathroom, right, going around and posting everything. It's a it's a pain in the ass. That's why you have to have a five minute intro. That's
0: <laughs> just me. You literally, do. people don't realize like if you're on stage, like you can't fully mute your phone. So, like you have to like literally either like hide it in another room or I have this thing where I have like these these headphones that have no sound on them. So I plug those in, you know, but it's like it's it's so ridiculous, like what you have to do. But uh yeah, it's easier than it used to be. But yeah, it's totally ridiculous.
2: Pump my bags along. Um, and also anybody who wants to join the Dogenals conversation or ordinals or whatever it is, please come on stage. This is really, really open format. Love to hear everyone's opinions. It's uh There's a lot of inscription markets to cover, um, but there's always a few that are kind of leading the pack. Woof, woof. Chris, man, how was your weekend? Uh, How are you feeling today?
3: Jake, good morning. Adam, good morning. I am back at my desk in Vegas, so we're having a good day today. Feels good. Um, A ton of progress with Emblem this past week. Great show with Adam from Counterparty. That was super epic. So if you're interested in Counterparty, go check that out um we launched the btc curated collections pretty sleek and then we have the emblem town hall going into thursday so a huge week and uh reached out to a ton of the dogenals community today so should have a a really good conversation with uh and ordinals things are looking good
2: Fuck yeah everyone first make sure that you retweet the spaces uh up at the top so that everyone could come and join the conversation i also pinned here Right. Just a little bit of an overview and then we added the BTC D gods collection um, and we're making our way down Bitcoin ordinals and then eventually dogenals so you'll be able to take dogenals cross chain. We have a lot of exciting announcements. Be sure that you stay tuned for that town hall on Thursday. We have a lot to unveil. We actually might have something to unveil tomorrow. Woo! Barring everything goes right. <laughs> One thing I've learned, dude, you know, working with, with contractors and working with, um, you know, people outside the team and even internally, ultimately at the end
0: of the day, you're always just chasing down developers. It's always what it's <laughs> Every single time, every single yeah. time. Tech's hard, man. And I mean, anybody who's built a simple website, you just know, once you start going down a rabbit hole, it's just, it's endless. The things that can go wrong and do go wrong. And obviously we saw that. I don't know if we want to start with the cats first, but we saw that yesterday and, uh, yeah it's hard really really hard to do this sort of
4: stuff
2: yeah let's start with the cats and then we'll go to to okx right this was supposed to be the big mint um i actually woke up um i I wake up pretty early anyways but i woke up and um, i actually got my mint through i was part of the first 1000 that um was able to to mint but ultimately what happened i guess quite quickly from what udi had said Um, There was a lot more traffic than what they expected, which I don't know. I was already expecting a fuck ton of traffic, to be honest. (laughs) I don't don't know what unexpected numbers could be. Is
0: that like literally in the tens of thousands of people pinging the website? Um, I think what can happen is like some some people in the comments and this we know is true is people will will attack it, you know, do a denial of service attack and just to mess with them, you know, uh, cause they're very low cost costs, almost nothing to do those like denial of service. So it's very possible that helped take it down too. Um, cause I mean, in theory, you shouldn't have had more than 4,000 people trying to mint it, but even that obviously can cripple a website that's not prepared. But I have a question for you. Did you actually, you, the cat actually came into your wallet? Like how did that, was it like immediate or how did that work? So. No, the cats are being distributed um,
2: after general mint. So from my understanding, there's 3,300 cats. Um, at least that's the images that we see, but they're only allowing the mint of 3000 of them. So I don't know what the other extra additional ones are, I guess for the team and stuff, um, I went and minted it and the transaction went through. So the yeah. transaction was submitted to the mempool, the 0.1 BTC left my wallet. And that's when they came out. And shortly afterwards, everything shut down. And that's when you saw people posting saying, oh, I could mint 152 cats or four cats that I could mint, right? And the whole UI was just completely wonky. And I know that was causing a lot of confusion from a lot of people. And, you know, from the benefit of working at Emblem over time, you realize that what you see on the screen is much different, is actually not what's happening. You always got to look on chain and see if that transaction's been pushed through. So, when I saw that transaction push through, I was like, okay, I think I'm good. But
0: did, did you pay extra gas or would you do? No,
2: no, I paid like 40 sats per V byte or something. Nothing. It was just sitting there immediately watching it because I had a feeling that this was going to be pretty rough. I thought they'd have it figured out. But to me, right? If if you can only have three, uh, theoretically, you have a max of 3,000 people on the whitelist or allow list at one mint per, right? Theoretically, you think 300, 3,000 people, but people are on there just speculating taking taking screenshots to meme and all this fun stuff and so udi and eric and all of them tried to hold off everybody by having a spaces and just having conversation and it was actually kind of interesting listening to dan held up there who's you know who was a hardcore bitcoin maxi for a while and and has really come to the other side i'm just hearing his perspective and um, it, it feels like the, the Bitcoin maxi culture is really like on its last leg here. It's, it feels like there's no,
0: there's no possible way. Everyone has really turned on them. It's, it's like five guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've lost their leaders, man. Adam's not with them anymore. Dan's not with them. Like there's very, very few and the few just aren't large enough voices to, to drown them out anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jameson Lop
2: was on there even talking as well. And. I think recently was it Peter Rizzo um, just he created a, an extension to the op return limit to where there's now essentially no limit. Um, and I saw Eric going around and playing with it. And if there's any developers, please come up and, you know, tell me that I'm horribly wrong. If that's if that's possible. But I think it was Peter Rizzo. Yeah.
0: Sure.
2: Mm-hmm. And now there's, you know, essentially a theoretical no cap on the op return, which is just again, it's just going to create a lot more functionality. Um, and just completely decimate anything that Bitcoin maximalism had. I mean, Bitcoin as a storage layer is here; it's not going away anytime soon. And just having that as a storage layer laser, or layer is just going to is just going to encourage and amplify new technologies that happen on Bitcoin. Right? There's started with inscriptions that made it to all other ecosystems. Right? Then it was BRC twenty. Then it was the maps what's next, right? What is it? Is it, is it NATs? Is it this, uh, is it recursion, right? There's going to be a ton of things, but I don't know, man. I think Bitcoin's in the driver's seat here for for a long time, but what happens with these cats? I don't know. Do you think, Adam, do you think this becomes the top Ordinal's collection? Do you think it flips OMB as a similar size to OMB? of OMB has 2,200, this will be 3,000. Obviously, they have 2,000 wizards. You have Bitcoin frogs at ten thousand uh supply and you have uh node monkeys at ten thousand supply. Yeah you think it flips everything?
0: It's like where would I be? are you talking like a five year time frame? It's very No, I'm talking about in the next oh. two months. <laughs> next two months, yeah. It it absolutely is possible. Yeah. I think uh, you know, if if we were if they were to drop the wizards today, and even if they gave them only to select people, um those would be the most valuable it just seems like they have just because they have the attention they have the eyeballs um you know the story behind it uh certainly they have it but it's really interesting though because the cats are actually like okay this is their second project which you know traditionally if we look on the eth chain do not do well right Mm -hmm. these are traditionally like the ones that get wrecked um but the reality is, is this is the first one to hit the market for them so Man, I
2: I, I just I no man. Look at I have Udi's Twitter profile pulled up here. There is nothing about the the Taproot Wizards. It's just yeah. quantum cats right here. There yeah. is a I was listening to the spaces yesterday, and there was a bunch of people speculating that these cats will actually morph into wizards. wizards. That would be and crazy. They, they created a new recursion standard. I believe it's called changing recursives ordinals or something like that, but they said that this is not the final state of it. And um I, what's the guy's name the the developer uh starts with an R. That's really smart. Oh, R- Rind- Rindall or whatever, yeah. Rindall, he he has like a big thread about this new like recursive standard that they used for this. So, yeah. and Udi has said multiple times in Eric that this is not the final state and he said there's going to be a nice surprise when you mint as,
0: as well. Wow, that sounds like amazing hype to me. I would be stunned if they did that. That would literally that would be taking millions of dollars off their table. So I find that almost impossible to believe. But it does create an incredible like amount of FOMO. Like even my body was like, oh Jesus, I need to go get one. Right. Um, so I think they're I think UDI's really good at doing that. So my money would be definitely against that actually happening simply because they have a real business now, right? They raised funds, they raised whatever, $7 million, right? This is a huge win for that. Um Gives them really, I mean, just think about this. This is, what what is this one? Like a $13 million mint, $13 million plus the seven they have. They got a $20 million war chest. I mean, you know, we were joking about it. Are these guys going to be the Yuga of Bitcoin? And they're certainly setting themselves up to do that, you know? And uh, uh, get ready because they're going to have to, t- they're going to take a lot of heat. <laughs> Udi's got a thick skin, but if they're the Yuga of Bitcoin, bro, uh, there are high, very, very high expectations for these guys. You'd point so point one bitcoin
2: times three thousand right so that gives you what was that three thousand or three hundred bitcoin so about twelve million dollars at today's value and only continue to grow. I was actually having this conversation. I Forgot who I was talking about this with minting 0.1 bitcoin is a lot right it definitely got a lot of pushback i mean you look at some of the other projects that were similar omb minted 2000 at 0.09 then they minted their first 200 at 0.2 bitcoin d gods did 535 at 0.33 bitcoin right i
0: think you minted uh ocm genesis i was like wasn't that around 0.12 it was like uh i want to say it was like a little over two thousand dollars whatever that was yeah i mean i was like wow this is crazy but You know, I did it just because I was like, I want to support Danny, you know, Um, and that team because Danny's such a good dude and I know how important he is. But even I was like 2000. This is crazy. Right. Um, But, you know, at least in the short term, I mean, a lot of people have been talking about Moonbirds, you know, and how Moonbirds had this like crazy. Sixty two million dollars. Yeah. And look, I mean, you look historically other than the ones that were like complete rugs like Kevin or something like that. Like these, they almost universally pumped. They had a pump after them. Um, You know? So, I mean, a lot of people, myself included, I was like, shoot, if I got a whitelist, I'd probably do it anyway, because you feel like you're going to get a, you know, at least a two X to be able to get out or something, you'd be able to make some money on this. I think that's the general consensus uh, right now is that you're going to be able to make money on this for sure.
2: I also partook in the OMB mint and I sold at like a four X from the mint price. And I thought it was going to drop below mint price. So it was at 0.09 during that initial few first week or so it got up to like 0.4 Bitcoin. So it was like almost four to five X and the lowest, I think the floor got down to was like 0.15 or 0.14. So it was still almost 50% over the mint price. Yep. Um, my. My senses or my curiosity—I can't tell if they have a plunge protection team on this
0: or some quote-unquote market makers, right? Plunge protection team—that's the first time I've heard that. That's awesome. (laughs) I mean, that's—it was always my theory, and we've talked about this a lot—is that certain projects mint a whole bunch of their supply, right, Mm -hmm. to artificially increase the price. I I have zero question that 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 happens. Um, But that's the first time I've heard plunge protection. That's. (laughs) <laughs> the plunge protection team
2: that yeah that actually, right? that
0: actually comes from 2021
2: um when duquan was protecting the peg and they'd have ftx and jump capital and um three Rs capital be the plunge protection team because we knew once once uh, luna dropped a before before or below a certain price it was it was all over and yep he spent billions trying to protect that and it just still imploded um a little bit of a difference. Buy scenario. all of your cats right now for three dollars. <laughs> <And>
0: fuck off. <laughs> and fuck off. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Chris, you've been in this space for a while. We've been OG Bitcoiners for a while. Um, and you're very intelligent when it comes to trading and collecting. What's your what's your take on quantum cats? Do you think this will be the premier collection on ordinals?
3: Yeah, I mean you you can't fade these guys. They know everyone in the Bitcoin ecosystem from the earliest days. Um, i didn't notice that the den held was on the team too so i mean just between like the three of them they can sell out the the collection on their own oh wow um, I didn't know oh,
0: dan's on their t- dan's
2: a part of uh i don't know if he's officially but he's literally it on said it. that he was like space. yeah yeah maybe
3: part-time he said he was like uh, fractionally wow. on the team at least in one of the articles oh wow um so i mean you know th- these are some of the most og guys in the bitcoin space some of the most you know present guys for the longest period of time uh they're definitely gonna have some market makers on there It's not like it's a huge allocation of a collection. So I think that these are going to go the distance and plus it's just a nice piece of, uh, Bitcoin history pretty much. So I wouldn't fade these guys at all. Yeah.
2: Yeah. My, my thought is right at 0.01 and $12 million, I think the, the real unlock is I'm hoping it's something like, like the, uh, node monkeys mint, where that really caught me by surprise, even though they sold at 0.03, like the amount of new liquidity that came into the ecosystem was quite surprising. I was really, really taken aback by that. And most of that liquidity came from ETH NFT traders, right? The the ETH NFT cabal came in and all the the punk traders and the the ape mentors, right? And the the art collectors, they all came in and threw tens of millions of dollars at this. So it would be really eye-opening if we see new liquidity there. And so what would be new liquidity it would be OG Bitcoin holders coming in who have never bought an ordinals coming in and throwing, right? Because there's OG Bitcoin are sitting on hundreds and thousands of Bitcoin. Like that is 0.1 Bitcoin is nothing for them. It's literally a drop in the bucket. And if you have Dan and Udi and Eric, right, who've been here literally building on Bitcoin since, or at least trying to build on Bitcoin since 2013, they know everyone, right? And um, that's what I'm hoping to see is just, of course, you want price to go up, but new liquidity entering the market, because it does feel like ordinals are a little bit in a lull right now. Sure, yep. So we'll see what happens there. But you know, the, on the other side of exciting news, right, that was a little bit disappointing, was OKX came out and um, just basically just swing their dick and put it on the table and said they're building an inscriptions marketplace for all inscriptions. But they came out and led with, the first thing they're adding is stamps at the beginning of February. And then at the end of February, they're adding doginals support, runes alpha, which that's it's still, I, th- I guess, to be determined because rooms, runes still hasn't been built. And um, there was one other one that they were adding as well. I need to pull it up here. Um, but it reinforces, man, doginals. Doginals, like I said, pumped 50%. The other two that they mentioned that they were adding were were quite flat, although I know doginals has
0: been down quite bad um, over the last month or so. Uh,
2: it's it's of-
0: interesting. I've heard a lot of Dogeinal chatter on the the timeline, um, and, and both two sides. One side is it's a cabal of people who are trying to push this to basically trick you out of your very valuable Dogecoin. And there's a, the, obviously the other side, which is like, look, this is like a new technology on on top of Dogecoin, and we should be supporting it, right? And obviously that side has huge bags that they minted for, you know, near zero, right? And along the other side is this kind of narrative that there's a huge amount of wash trading happening on Dogenals, right? There is. Yeah. Um, which gets us into this OKX because OKX, a lot of people have been saying there's a tremendous amount of wash trading on OKX as well. So I'm interested your thoughts on it, or maybe even Chris's thoughts on it, about like the wash trading and how we as like normies who don't have time to like dig in should like either pump the brakes on it or, or what do you think Chris about like the way we should kind of look at this and and the wash trading that's happening?
3: Yeah, I think that the wash trading it's, it's something that's been around since the beginning of crypto. It's always existed just kind of part of the market. Um, there's a ton of excitement around those and, you know, we've hosted them a few times. And the community I always seems pretty authentic you know they're really really excited you can kind of tell the passion that they have and doge itself is one of the oldest communities in crypto as well so i think that you know you can kind of tell when a grassroots movement is really happening rather than just being overwhelmed by by wash trading specifically so i think in in my opinion there there's some real traction there i think that you know it's a real authentic community uh there's obviously some wash trading going on but that's you know, to be expected, that's everywhere in the industry. So I like what they're doing. And I, I think that their memes are, are hilarious. The, uh, the fuck it, we bark guys, those guys are, those guys are all time. Uh, you know, you got the DMVs, just a bunch of, of real quality, kind of uh, good-hearted fun over there. So I'm a fan of what they're doing. It's, so
2: here on the block, I think they were the first to actually report it outside of OKX. OKX to enable Dojinals, atomicals, stamps, runes, and inscription and runes inscription standards. Uh, OKX comes out and they said, we're thrilled to enable new inscription token standards across OKX wallet in our marketplace. And their CIO says they're going all in on inscriptions. So, uh, it's funny. I, I had on the pot, my podcast, um, the guy from EVM Inc. And we were talking about just multi-chain inscription markets. And this was back in April of last year. And finally seeing this come to front and sender is. Quite wild. Although we did know, and we've been discussing this literally since the beginning of Bitcoin Ordinals, is that this is just a new type of market that's that's popping up, a new type of token market, and um, they'll run probably in parallel to the existing ones. So it says OKX wallet will integrate SRC20 um, at the beginning of February, and then late February OKX will integrate ARC20, which is Atomicals, DRC20 Doginals, and Runes. Although runes again is not out until April, so that has to be some sort of derivative runes, I guess. That's another conversation we'll probably get to here shortly. The last market discussion we had last week, we were talking about how OKX added facet swap into their wallet, which is essentially the um it's a DEX for, for ETH scriptions or I guess you call them ERC20s. And we thought that was kind of eye-opening of them really being the first to add, you know, DeFi applications for inscription market, for inscription markets into their wallet. And it says like BRC 20 on Bitcoin, newer token standards are being given their, their own names. Others include PRC 20, which is on Polygon, um, ETH scriptions and Solana inscriptions. Adam, what's your take here, man? OKX, okay, as you said, right, a little centralized, def- they've definitely been caught. You know, watch trading. They've had to actually fix their market data multiple times as well. I think Domo called them out once, and a few people did. Is are the inscriptions market market? Can it overtake um, anything? Can it overtake? You know, I guess the cumulative market cap of um, some of these other fungible token ecosystems on other chains. Like for example, here we have. Even outside of this one, right? So on stacks, you have stacks, you know, token standards, and now you have STX 20, right? On eScriptions, you have ERC 20 and their token standards. Do you think that these can be competitive markets to where the inscription coin ecosystems can compete with the other fungible token ecosystems
0: that exist on their chains? I think if it's in a way runes is like the smart play, because if it's cheaper, faster, easier. Right, Then yes, but not really if it's not. If it's a real pain in the ass, uh, then then my gut says no. I actually think for OKx, I think what they're doing is kind of smart because I don't know, maybe maybe some people in the audience have an OKX wallet or whatever. but I don't I, I don't know many people who have their wallet. Um, I think this is a, a pretty smart marketing play for them, which is they're going hard into these like secondary communities hoping that those communities become their marketing arm for them, which I think is really smart, you know, and I've seen a ton of people with, with stamps and SRC twenties talking about this. Right. And so, you know, does it motivate me to get a wallet? Not necessarily because I'm not really trading them, but uh, if I was trading them, you know, and I got to get the OKX wallet, right. This is the way it's going to go. And uh, I think, especially with, you know, we've talked about it a lot with, those and stuff, if those pop, uh, OKX okay, has set itself up to be the leader in that. And that's really smart business for me. It's a, it's a good, it's a worthwhile bet for them to make, to try and make an impact because there's no way they can, you know, regain the SRC 20, you know, market share or BRC 20 market share that's gone. Right. So, you know, going for these alternatives and trying to be like the leader makes sense. I made this
2: meme yesterday. Um, it's a Grim Reaper meme talking taking down the different marketplaces. You had yes. <laughs> obviously you had dot you had Doggy Market and Doge Labs, the first is scene and Ortify. And then you had Gate came in and added Doge support. support, OKX. Next is Magic Eden, who's been teasing it, right? And I guess the final boss would be Binance, right? That's kind of the the massive exit liquidity event. Although when, when Orty and and Sats were listed on Binance, it was not exit liquidity at all. It continually went up <laughs> a lot
0: higher, <laughs> much, much higher there. I mean, um, I wonder it's, again, it's this thing. It's like, it's still all just crypto native people though, trading this, it's not like it just has, I, I know because I would have heard about it already. This has not pierced the normie culture yet at all, right? This is still just very much crypto people doing crypto things, just trading the same money back and forth on new things. But it's not like, you know, your taxi driver hasn't bought a Doji yet. You know what I'm saying? So we're still early in that cycle. If it works and it does reach into that Normie culture, like it hasn't even started yet. Right. Yeah.
2: My speculation here, and then I want to cover some other things, um, Dojiinals as well. I think you have probably six months to maybe nine months to trade Doge ecosystem before Dogecoin actually pumps, right? Because Dogecoin is completely retail. And the only way to buy Doge, if you're retail, is to buy it through um, a broker. Well, they were buying it through Robinhood. So it's been delisted off Robinhood. My speculation here is you're going to be able to buy Doge through through X, through X payments. I mean, I'm seeing even today, Nevada was where I live. So shout out to Nevada, just got a or X just got a money transmitter license um, in Nevada. I think now they have like 12 or to 13 different money transmitter licenses from different states. And he and they also just formed a partnership with MGM Bets. So you, you can now you so the, the theory is you're going to be able to place bets through X, right? But he also wants you to be able to buy stocks and and Elon said this out loud multiple times. Eventually, right, they're probably going to add Doge as well, and so you'll just be able to buy Doge directly through X. And you'll probably see Twitter or X activity and users grow, right? Because if you could just go create an X account and trade that way, what's the point of going and creating a Fidelity account to go buy Doge, right? Or to go create a Coinbase account. And I think that's when retail really comes in and starts buying up Dogecoin. And that's when the real bull markets like officially started. Um, and at that point,
0: that I think it- That is ed- a telling story,
2: bro. I got to say that
0: again, FOMO again. It's a good <laughs> story, dude. It's,
2: everyone knows, I mean, you know, Chris and I, we've been uh, pretty active in the space since 2016. Everyone knows, before it was once Dogecoin hits 20 sats, right? When you pair Doge up against Bitcoin, whenever that hit, that tick that 20 sats mark, that's when Doge took off. And that's when alt alt season started. With the rise of Doge, um, I don't know if we're going to go back to 20 sats, man. That's uh, that's still like a minus, I think, 80% from where it is today. I think it's around 200 sats. Um, So wherever that, you know, that new inflection point is to where Doge then runs up, however far it really is, um, Bitcoin might have to take off a little bit harder for that to happen. Um, it's just pure retail. I mean, you can't buy Dogecoin. There's no, de- DeFi on Doge is, is happening, right? But um, the average retail person's buying Doge with. With USD, whereas maybe the more sophisticated person will participate in some of these dexes that are starting to pop up here. Uh, I went through and I was kind of excited. I've been following this one protocol called Woofy Swap, um, which was claiming to be, you know, a dex in some some sort. So I've been kind of following it. They built a dex, supposedly. I'm sure it's probably centralized on the other side. But, you know, this is kind of how I learned BRC20 was dabbling with all these like DeFi stuff that had been popping up. And I was I managed to, to provide LP to this uh, Woofy slash Doge um, LP pool, which is kind of cool. It reminded me actually a lot of OmniSat, which, which I've been building as well. Um, but the the UI is still quite bad, to be honest. But the attempt is is great. And so there's three options. There's Doge, and then you have Doge and Woofy, which are the two DRC20s. And you could provide LP in Woofy Doge or Doge Woofy. And um you could swap back and forth Woofie for Doge or et cetera, which is exciting, right? Because that's actually on-chain transactions. You're buying Doge on-chain, you're buying it through or not through a centralized marketplace, which you know, to my understanding, really it has not existed before. Um uh, so I went through the process and um, I don't know if people have been trading on this, but I've been LP now a few days and I haven't had any returns. Actually, the APR has been Oh, Really, there.
0: you haven't got like a ten million percent return, nothing like that.
2: No. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, so right. There's probably a little bit of smoke and mirrors to this, but it's definitely in the right direction. Um, to it, and this was it, my thread, and I'll pin it up there at to the top. I said, will this be successful? I don't know. To be determined. But is it progress? Yes, it's progress towards DeFi and Doge and then should i ape and I always put this man please DYOR always start with a low amount right i started with 50 bucks on each side to really just kind of learn about it and um they've been coming out with a, a few more like promising things um with woofy swap they actually came out and said oh now they actually have first decks of DRC20 in there um in their bio which as we know, never claim to be the first. <laughs> <laughs> L- losing battle every single time. One thing that caught my eye with their ecosystem, this is why I've been following it along. Um, they basically came in and they said they've been, you know, they've been putting a lot of thought into it, into the ecosystem. And um, they basically, I don't know if they invested or this is another team, but they're backing a wallet called WIWW, at least that's a ticker. Um, and they basically said that Dogenal Labs wallet's horrible um right they put it in a little bit lighter terms that's essentially what they said um so competing wallets will be nice right this is actually one of the cruxes of the Litecoin ordinal space is the wallet infrastructure is just dog shit it's just horrible it doesn't work so you can't get anything done right and so here this is you know this is um a step in the right direction as we know in stamps as well like they didn't have a web wallet extension for a long time and that's so key. No one wants to use a desktop wallet. You can't trade with a desktop wallet. Yep. So um, following this this wallet, and they said they're building a launch pad and stuff. Um, so I've been, it's something exciting to follow. And um, outside of that, you know, some other DeFi on Doge applications. Um, Ethan, who dropped Dipe, which is pipe on Doge, um, kind of funny, right? He launched this on December 18th. And as we were following on Ma's messaging him to get his API so we can add trading for for Emblem, he was like, "Yeah, I'll have the indexer ready in a few days." So it took him almost six weeks later from that conversation to put out uh, an indexer so you can actually transfer dype now um, around, which was kind of the issue to begin with. And um, he just teased out that a marketplace is coming soon. So this will be, you know, an on-chain marketplace for um pipe and if you don't know what pipe is pipe is tracks take on runes so you're essentially this is like a runes you know derivative or extension or right type and also there's whoever runs the dogecoin rocks account it said they're doing runes right so i guess you're gonna have two two different runes protocols um on Yeah, on this. And the person who's behind the Dogecoin rocks I hear is like an OG Bitcoiner. So I um, might have some ties there. Um, an OG developer. But, you know, this is exciting. It's all pointing in the right direction. To me, this is much further ahead than than the Stamps community is. And it's getting into the competition with e-scriptions, right? I mean, Tom Tom, and Michael at ETH, the ETH team have just been absolutely crushing it. Um, and they're just getting a lot of integrations. Obviously, they're using a smart contract platform or they're on Ethereum, which has a lot more functionality. But I don't know, man. Bull bullish as fuck on Doge. I think it'll finally take off. Um, definitely
0: need some infrastructure plays. Well, definitely try- don't sell your bags too early this time, bro. You need yeah. that changing money this time. Don't don't sell out when it triples or doubles or whatever. So yeah, I yeah. just looked it's at Doge's at like almost two bucks right now, which I think it was at like a dollar sixty maybe last week, something like that. So it's gone up pretty substantially in the last week or so. Well,
2: it's once you get the the degens of the East coming in and aping through OKX or lost trading or whatever it is, right? That'll completely
0: amplify. Um, That's my concern. It's like, am I just, am I exit liquidity right now? If I buy right now, am I just exit liquidity? <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like McBride's the dumb money coming in late that's the way i that's the way I feel. oh people give me the thumbs down they're like no mcbride's smart to go in now now's the great time this I is you time? Have some, i i see who is it is it uh swizz down there saying no man ape now tell me about it man tell me why i should ape now yeah is there anyone on stage raise your hand yeah after swizz and go let's ahead, get, Swiz. some, get some
2: opinions
5: man uh i don't know man i just think it's too early dude with the the whole market cap being like 70 million and then you know doji is like 45 million of that dude Uh, i just think that it's way too cheap i think that um you should be accumulating i think it's gonna be uh life changing dude uh straight up
2: life changing adam you're missing life changing returns here uh well no, about- the
0: life changing was minting it for free. That's the life changing man.
6: What <laughs> what you think? I can't speak on the DRC 20 um doji, but I could definitely speak on these Doginal dogs. You know, whitelist was democratized. Everyone got an opportunity to get one. Yes, it was a free mint. Yes, the price continues to go up. We are in price discovery since mint day. I think we lowest we hit was maybe. 1800 doge and we've been nothing but up all the way up yes there are market makers but there are true community members as well i don't know if you notice in the audience but there's plenty of dogs in here we pull up we represent so wait when you guys pull up do you do like
0: oh or any sort of like is there any spaces <laughs> sound you oh guys got go?
2: <laughs> so what nope. g- give me g- web give me your take then right market makers wash trading kind of there's a definitely a pretty heavy gray area between them um that's the biggest See, but
6: it's only been... a gray area it's only a gray area when other people aren't doing it right but when when they're doing it it's fine so you know <laughs> as as chris said earlier a lot of collections do it it's been going on since the dawn of time in crypto and it's a necessary it's a necessary thing to have a market maker to help keep your floor price up right so you know tokens do it nfts do it inscriptions do it so we're over here participating in the ecosystem with, with true community, with organic growth. So.
2: Hey, yeah, it's, it's uh, it's everybody's take. I remember when I got into Forex in 20, in 2016 and learned the market maker method, and I was like, wait. I'm such a small fraction, and 99% of the volume in the forex market is literally just banks trying to liquidate <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what, is, what is going on here? Um, uh, I, I have to say, you know, the the dojinal while trading, the fact that it's just so upfront and abrasive about it, um, really turned me away from it. But, um, it is what it is, right? There's no escape, um, from. The wash trading at this point, the only thing you could do really is like censor it at a marketplace level um until DeFi really takes off. But um the fact that there's low transaction fees um is just something that encourages the behavior. I think it, this happens on Solana, this happens on all the like low, um, the low fee kind of blockchains is just that barrier is down and um it's it's really tough to, to get rid of, right? The only thing you could do is either censor it at the marketplace level or you have analytical tools, build things like
0: wash trade filters and, uh, just, you, none of these markets. Market have, yeah. Did I they think
2: they do. Do. You,
6: you you called it market making right with four X. So how come 4X gets to market make but you know Dojonal dogs can't <laughs>
2: um, yeah I, I you know it's a term of it's um I guess it's perspective in that sense um to me the fact that it was it's just so obvious um the fact that it just moves in complete um even numbers and it's the immediate from free mint to 2000 with no trading in between that was just like the easiest way to identify it's not organic um which you know i mean if the community is aware and people are aware of it then i have no issue with it as long as people are aware and everyone is an adult. They can make their own decisions. Um, and so I'm not making the decision for everyone. We're just here to have the conversation and it sounds like the community is aware and everyone also from, from my understanding, even the people outside of the uh, dogenal dogs community is aware and
6: Hey, everyone's adult. They make their own decisions there have been plenty of us that have had opportunities to actually trade up as well so um there is definitely other people in the community that have been making moves that have been buying rares that have been selling them have been buying more dogs so there's actually official trading going on too if you know how to trade and you have the bag to do it you can definitely trade within this project and yo, you're gonna pump we're going I, I, no, not financial advice, but <laughs> not
0: financial uh, advice, but this life changing money divided
6: by three. You know, fifty k Doge inbound, yes, and if you do it, is, you're it. gonna miss out, it's okay though. Math checks out. Math checks out. Um, I like the. Uh,
0: I I do like the dog uh, little PFPs. Those are pretty sweet. And uh, like just to that point on traditional finance, bro, it's totally true. I mean, at least this is transparent. You can see it happening. You know, when you see it happen in the silver market, it's all like smoke and mirrors. Nobody knows what's actually happening. This is actually like everybody can see it. As long as you go in with open eyes, I, I see, you know, you know, it is what it is. As long as you know what you're doing, you know. Totally That's perfect. the benefit of of crypto, right? So the reason why a lot of us are here
2: is the transparency behind it. And it ha- allows you to make more informed decisions, um, which is the beautiful component. And then we get to have spaces and sit here and talk about it. So. Uh, go ahead, Swizz, and then we'll go to uh, B right after.
5: Yeah, I was about to say, man, like, these Dozen dogs has run up. And if you're working on a budget, man, honestly, sub 100K is a no-brainer, dude. I keep saying that. Uh, it's a no-brainer. They're all, like, really, really cheap still. And then you got builders, like, 8-Bit up here that has his uh, collections and stuff. So, um, yo, there's a lot of good shit that's still cheap, yo, if you're priced out of the Dozen dogs and stuff. Um so yeah,
2: man. Cool. Uh B B, I think you had your hand up.
7: Hi, yes. Um, hey, yes. I would agree with Swiss and with well, you mentioned before about the price, just because it's like I guess cheap. I mean, if it, it could be cheap or as it goes up, we the cheap the people that can afford the cheaper ones won't be able to afford the higher prices. But that's with everything. It's not just just because this is cheap, you know. It's like if I, I was an ETH, but ETH is just not that I can't afford it. I, I can, but like I don't want to risk with what I got with let's say one ETH. So it's kind of I could play with more money here. And it's not I didn't and when when you put it with I didn't even know I was in a wash trade until right now you said something. I, I didn't even know I was a part of something. I'm a part of this because it's my choice. And and I feel like it's more than than what people are seeing this. And I come from ETH. I'm I have a world of women. That will, and so I, I kind of like, I understand where you're coming from, but it's kind of more than what people think this is. I just think that DRC20 community, the whole, the whole DRC20, the whole dojino, it's, it's so much that we can do with. And what I'm learning so much from 8 you have no idea. I have no idea what, what he, Swiss mentioned right now with the provenance, like sub 100, sub 10K and 100, like you can play with, with so much and it's so early. So, I mean, it's not just like that we're saying that we're better, cause I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like, you just see with your own eyes, like it is clearly what it is.
0: It, it yeah. goes to Jake's theory actually, which is like bringing in the normies, you know, normies, normies aren't, most normies cannot be attracted with a 3000 $4,000 NFT but they can with a $50 NFT or a $40 or a $30 or a $20 NFT, right? So this is, I mean, it's, it's got that vibe. And you guys, every time we talk about do- dojis and doginals, I just, I get FOMO every <laughs> single time because it literally, it just makes so much sense. If, if, if inscriptions really hit the normie culture in any significant way, you just, it, it just feels like the dojinal experience is going to be where they're going to land. It just, that just feels right. Yep. Uh, we're going to go
2: to, to eight bit. I'm excited to hear from you. Cause you actually pop up in my timeline a lot about multiple digital projects and then we'll go to, to Chris. Bark. And then early.
8: I appreciate you, Jake. You know, it's a big uh, honor and privilege for me to be on this stage with you, man. Um, you know, when I was coming up on Bitcoin ordinals, you know, I looked up to you as, uh, somebody that I wanted to actually be like one day when I got going and bro, I'm doing it right now on my own way, right? So, you know, I'm honored to be here, but I feel like we're so early. Look at what B was just saying. She learned so much in the past month by just being onboarded to Doginal Dogs and the Doginals period. Bro, last year when I got to Ordinals, I went to every single space and nobody would give me any of the answers, bro. I struggled to even learn how to inscribe. So here on Doginals, it's a little different. People are educating one another the communities are just vibrant they're thriving it's almost like the early days of solana my brother and i'm just so happy and proud to be a part of it and uh you know shout out to bark man bark literally got so many people on board in the past month we are so early guys let's fucking ride
2: let's go what's up chris what you thinking
3: yeah man i mean we've been following the doge knows community for a while basically since the beginning and I almost look at it as kind of like a playground for, for kind of like new entrants, kind of like what you were saying, where it's just so cheap to transact, everything's so lighthearted, everywhere that you look, people are just kind of like having fun. If you're making mistakes, you're making mistakes in the five, 10, 20, maybe hundred dollar range rather, and then you just kind of upgrade to the different ecosystems as you kind of mature. So I don't know, I always thought it was funny what they're doing. Uh, it's cool to see them building like real products. You know, you mentioned Buffy swap, a few other things that are actually being built within the ecosystem. So it's not—it's you know—I I like to see it growing, and it, it feels pretty grassroots to me. I like what they're doing.
2: Yeah, it's come a, come a long way from just um, sponsoring race cars. Dogecoin communities uh, yeah. come quite far, and the bobsled team—I think was one of yeah. them as well. That's right. Uh, what's up, Bark? The one of the founders and uh, creators of dojinal Dogs, man. How you feeling today?
9: Yo, what up, Jake? Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Good to see all the Dogeinal Dogs and the audience pulling up. Y'all got a DM. Asking for me to pop in here so just jumping in and you know kind of interesting jumping in and just hearing the first you know the fir- the first conversation in regards to market making or wash trading you know i think it's super important that we're very considerate of the language that we use both in spaces and on the timeline you know i think people are very quick to make comments uh, without having education on a, on a specific topic you know people will give You know, comments on, they'll write Etherscan threads, and they won't know how to read Etherscan. They'll write MetaMask safety tips, and they won't know how to use MetaMask. And when it comes to quote-unquote market-making, watch trading, I mean, I want you to take a look at what happened on Ethereum marketplace. I mean, just go take a look at some of the reports made, uh, either on Dune or or Dragonfly made a great report, even in regards to volume in 2022, that 80% of NFT volume, this is really pretty much pre-blur, was was market made wash trading? That's eighty percent. And now with Blur, that number has only gone up. And I would say, I would even go as far to say that ninety to ninety five percent now, just if I was to guess, was market making activities. And in regards to Blur and Ethereum, it's to farm Blur token, and then eventual going to Blast token, right? So the whole system is incentivized for people to farm for rewards, right? So what are they getting? The the creators are getting royalties. And the traders are getting rewards for doing that. What's interesting on Dogeanals is neither of those things exist. So it's just, I don't know. I just find it very interesting that people are very quick to make comments in regards to, to these term terminologies. And I think some people, um, I think some people should be careful, right? Because the ecosystem is very small. And you know, I've you know, and, and you have accounts with 50 followers, you know, shooting flare guns into the air in regards to how what they believe is going on in the ecosystem. Yet they've never built anything or, or done anything and 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 don't realize that, you know, there's very few builders here and and questions should be asked first, conversations should be had, research should be should be done. And, and also do realize that it is an open market, there is no control, it is a fully decentralized system, people can do whatever the hell they want to do uh, in regards to to trading. And, and as a final comment, you know, we've been in this space a really long time, Jake, you know, myself and, and the team you know, we understand what works, we understand what doesn't work. And ultimately, we're here to create a product that that is going to help bring liquidity (laughs) into the ecosystem and and get attention and and have this ecosystem be taken seriously. And I think in regards to what projects have done on Doge since February 23, outside of early inscriptions, there's been very little done in terms of managing a, a legitimate project or building, building anything that's attracting or, or going to attract the attention of masses or Magic Eden, so on and so forth. And uh, and I think we're doing that right now. You know, you take a look at the Dojonal Dogs community, I think it's one of, if not the most active communities um, on crypto Twitter. You know, obviously there's a lot going on on Ordinal side on Bitcoin, but in terms of the Dogenals, people take a look at the community, they look at our spaces, they look at, you know, what happens when, when, we, when we roll and, and we roll hard and and I think that's something that should definitely be celebrated. I don't need anybody's approval. I don't need anybody to, to clap for us. But certainly, if you care about Doge and you want to see the ecosystem grow, you certainly should do some research and investigation into what we're doing. Because I think you might be surprised, and and I think that there's a lot to be learned here, and a lot of bridges that can be built instead of blowing shit up before any progress is any progress is made. And uh, and that, this is not targeted at anybody, but um, but it just it sucks to see it just sucks to see a lot of these comments. Of course. You know, it's not going to slow us down at all in terms of what we're doing. I just, I just wish that people, you know, had some had some experience under their belt when it came to this stuff, and realize what the, what's really going on in the in, in the ecosystem overall. You know, crypto is not what it seems. Crypto is not, you know, this is not the you know TradFi which is regulated, SEC. You know, everything's being watched. This is decentralized wild west. You need to understand that going in here, and to put expectations or to put a framework of TradFi onto crypto. Or decentralized, you know, blockchain is just simply the wrong place to even begin with, and I feel like that's where a lot of these opinions come from. And and ultimately, you know, we're, everyone's here for different reasons, but we're all here to build the future. That's what we're doing at Dogeal Dogs. We have got a serious team behind us. We have got a lot of big, you know big players supporting what we're doing, and and we're here to kick some ass, yo, and, and bring attention to the ecosystem. And and uh, and yeah. So thanks for having me up, Jake. Appreciate it. Love the space, man. Love your comments on on the ecosystems. I, I love your insights and b- been following you for. For a bit now so uh so i appreciate you doing the space on those and, and wanting to learn more man
2: Uh yeah i appreciate you for coming up here and addressing it yeah you may, you may have missed a little bit of the beginning um where we were just talking about what is the actual difference between loss trading and market making and essentially it's really not the only difference here is that you can actually see um on chain the transactions that are happening and so we we're just saying we're just mentioning we aren't discrediting the project or anything. We're just saying it's an opportunity to tell people um, in public in a transparent way that there is a market maker and and right we're all we're all adults here. Everyone can make their own informed decisions based off of what they see and there is literally no way to stop it. The only thing you c- the only thing that comes to mind in terms of uh, preventing market making from happening is either the collections get delisted off of a marketplace or you have analytical tools come in and put these like market making or wash trading filters on but even then it doesn't really stop anything i mean look at looks rare um in 2021 right they had over a billion dollars of wash trading and that didn't stop anybody right people yeah. still continue. <laughs> people still continued to, to trade it right
0: um Totally. So, I mean, you, you think about what bark just said too it's like we don't have what what basically um you know that that kind of reward system for traders and my gut would say yet yeah, right it's like you don't have blur on on doge yet right like it's very possible it comes over and then you can get rewarded for trading right and market making and doing all that other sort of stuff and so um it seems like in a lot of ways doge is actually ahead of a lot um you know just, yeah, to, just attacking it now right yeah exactly exactly which, which is which is great and again
2: i don't know if you heard the beginning we were talking about when i got into forex in 2016 and learned what the market maker method was um right that really was i was like oh like right 99 percent of the volume that's trading through the the currency markets is banks trading money back and forth <laughs> right and then you also have the market makers who are intentionally trying to liquidate you and um here it's just a, a smaller scale but you know on Bitcoin and right some of the centralized marketplaces it's really tough to see that type of transaction history because it's all going through central stuff here this is completely on chain so you know I I will never tell anyone to do whatever they want to do with their money they're all adults as long as I just really enjoy these open conversations even the tough ones right because everyone's always going to have differing opinions on how they invest how they collect how they, view different types of projects and hey as long as we can sit here and talk and people can make their own informed decisions and who am i i'm just a guy on a microphone and talking about different things right that's literally all it is at the end bro, of bro,
0: to say it again almost zero people i know actually nobody i know has been more bullish on dogenals than jake man jake was like <laughs> day one this is amazing let's do this <laughs> like, i know jake this is life-changing money jake's gonna be like <laughs> i can't wait to visit the private island bro i just i can't wait it's dude it's you know it's
2: awesome to see. I got I've been in, I've been a doge holder since 2017, right? I've been pretty active in the community. I go back to my tweets from 2018 talking about doge and um my big sit, my big win in 2021 was actually Dogecoin and coming full circle back to it, building on top of Dogecoin was, you know, was very appealing to me. And um you know, it's very exciting to say the least. I one of the big aha moments for me too was watching uh, the Dipe mint. Um, when Dipe was minting, I was sitting there on uh, I think it's dogechain.info, and I was watching blocks get filled, and there was two or three blocks in a row that had four thousand transactions. And um, you know, Dogecoin blocks are one minute apart, Crazy. so seeing fifteen thousand transactions getting processed in a few minutes with the blockchain just functioning with no issues, that to me was like, oh shit, this is definitely going to compete with um, you know with the likes of of Solana and some of these other High throughput chains, but here, right, Dogecoin has five and a half million holders. That is something that not many other blockchains can even come close to, right? Even come close to. And um, right, as long as we continue to build, right? The Doge and Dogs community is out, right? You're definitely aware, right? People are out. If you look past the price of it, right, in terms of just community activity, right? Whether they're all community activities or whatever, people running multiple accounts, who really knows? But You guys are definitely the ones that pop up the majority of the time. And I talked about this a few, probably last month that I had taken a screenshot. This is before Doge and all dogs minted of the top 10 and top 10 collections on Doge and like six of them were were all derivative projects. You look at Bitcoin ordinals. There's one, I think now or two. You have Bitcoin punks that's consistently in the top 10. I think that's really it, right? And so to show, to have, you know, unique or, or unique collections coming in and people building something that's not just a derivative shows that there's a lot more interest. So that's something that I actively look at. Um, so exciting to say the least. Go ahead, Chris, and then we'll go to to 8-Bit with and Bark.
3: Yeah, Jake is an OG dogecoiner. So it's gotta be pretty surreal for him to see the ecosystem kind of blossom and, and blow up in a cool way um we talk about it a lot how there's so much stale capital between all these different chains that you know people have just been sitting on their coins and they haven't had anything to spend them on so to finally see these ecosystems kind of grow up a little bit and give people to do give people different ways to interact uh, alongside the chain it's kind of something that we've been waiting for for a long time so for a lot of the, the doge, community, doge community um that's boots on the ground every day What? What are you guys looking forward to? What's missing in the ecosystem? What needs to be built for maybe some of the builders in the audience?
2: Yeah, let's see, we'll, we'll ask spark that since he's running Doginal Dogs. Um, what are like some of the, you know, the larger aspirations or, you know, key things that need to be built um, in the Doginals community?
9: Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a great question, man. I mean, I take a look at what happened with Ordinals, right? I mean, we, we were all there. I mean, for the most part, I think a lot of people had Ordinals come across their plate and for whatever reason, whether they didn't go hard in ordinals or, or completely skipped over them, you know, the people that were, were building there, right. The the problem with ordinals initially was like the community was extremely small. It was extremely complicated. And, um, and ultimately like once you got into them, you, you did realize that it, it wasn't that, it wasn't that much different than buying an NFT, right. It was, Pretty similar steps in terms of complexity, and with Unisat and, and kind of crashing and stuff, it was just it was kind of built on toothpicks for a little bit. It was it was hard, it was scary, and and as of right now, I, I see the same thing with with Doge and Dogenols. You know, there's no marketplace that offers you know really low low friction, and I think Magic Eden's going to be the first to do it, Chris. You know, with their new uh, multi-chain wallet coming out, you know that that's going to be a big opportunity for people not only having them on magic eden they have the brand appeal that they're going to be able to attract a you know a big customer base already but also they're going to have the ordinals people that have already been trading ordinals that understand what the hell is going on being able to 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 pick the you know get into the Dogeal ecosystem so ultimately i would just say exposure to legitimate marketplaces and and less friction on on the wallets now doge labs and, and doggy market it it'll, it already is very frictionless but there's there's just a lot of people that won't won't even touch those those they they just won't they simply won't if it's not Magic Eden, if it's not Blur, if it's not Ordinals Wallet, if it's not Unisat, they're, they're not going to touch it. So for me, like the, the biggest thing right now and the biggest priority, you know, it, you know we, where, where my head is at, right, in terms of like a macro thesis, is we need to get Dogeinals to be way, you know, more frictionless to to own, to trade, to view, and to to experience. So that's that would be sort of really what what I'm seeing. I mean, liquidity is great. We'd love to see more liquidity come into the ecosystem you know, everybody, you can't deny, I mean, you can walk or you can talk, but the walking is important. Uh, we, we'd love to see more liquidity come in. That's going to attract a lot of people as well. But as of right now, I mean, it's, it's reducing friction and education. And then also education as to what makes Bitcoin ordinals and doginals different. I think it's very important that people understand that doginals isn't just a, a copy pasta of, of Bitcoin ordinals in the sense that it's just the same thing on a different chain. I mean, there's there's legitimate tangible benefits. And, and the primary being that anybody can go on Doge for, for just cents on the dollar. I mean, I'm talking major fractions of Bitcoin and, and experience ordinals in a way that's cheaper. I mean, this is going to open the door. I mean, looking at the Bitcoin ordinals cost, it's just so expensive. So for me, Chris, it's just like making sure that people realize that that Doge is, is a serious proof of work blockchain, right? Which is, Jake just talked about the holders, right? Five, 5.5 million wallets and, and a huge market cap. You got Elon Musk backing the chain, Twitter payments, like just education and reducing friction is really where I'm at right now. And then also supporting builders, right? The ecosystem's super small and and we want to support other builders. We, we you know, we're, you know, us and our team and our community, we're, we're trying to constantly highlight new builders, new project. Webb is a spaces host. He's having a, a new ordinals minting project coming up tomorrow. Like we're just trying to and like with the frogs and we're trying to really just promote builders and use our platform to, to increase that, but as of right now, those are the things I see. There's too much friction, we need to get on these big marketplaces, we need liquidity, and we need education as to, you know, as to why Dogecoin is a great great choice.
2: Yeah, you know, it is a good point because some of the, you know, OG crypto traders, they won't trade on anything that's not Binance or even going back and forth, anything that's not Bitfinex, right, if you're even before that. A lot of that will sits on that chain Bitfinex or that centralized exchange that does not leave. And because for them, that's the validation and it is growing now towards Magic Eden is becoming one of those places where people will not trade new ecosystems unless it's populated on Magic Eden. So I do think that is kind of the next step and they have been teasing it, right? Um, which is which is pretty exciting, but we'll see. You know, Ultimately, the the final boss will probably be Binance. Uh, go ahead, 8-Bit, and then we'll go to Swizz.
8: Yeah, I appreciate you, brother. So you actually nailed something early on today. You said that you know when Blur, something like Blur with the trading points hits us, we're really going to pop off. Bro, drc20.org offers the PAD token to reward people that trade on their marketplace. So we're already 10 steps ahead of the Ordinals community with that. All right, That's fucking huge if you, you, know, you ask me. Now, the greatest opportunity here on Doginals is to educate. When I got to Ornos, there were no educational resources. So even if I wanted to ape in with my one or two Bitcoin, I just couldn't do it, right? So in order for us to unlock the million holders of Doge, that is what we got to do. And Bark, myself, and others are doing it daily. And then we're doing it nightly. So we're early, guys. Let's ride.
2: What what type of educational content um, are you putting as a priority? Is it video content, um, sp- audio content, text
8: content, et cetera? Oh, dude, it's going to be all of the above, my friend. Um, I'm really finding the greatest opportunity with the visual, right? The visual representation when I'm actually you know, sharing my screen and then launching a tutorial. You know, me, myself, I'm now responsible for over 75 new Dogecoin nodes. And four or five people are actually inscribing on those nodes uh, on their own already. And I think that's a huge opportunity because when I got here, people were telling me there's a 25 kilobyte file of it. That's not true. I mean, you know me. I'm the versions of recursion guy from Bitcoin Orinals, bro. I figured out recursion, baby. You know, so there's a lot of things that we need to get straightened out here, and indexing is another issue that you know Benny and Track are coming, so we're at our right away.
2: Yeah, I, I was. I have a private chat with with the Track guys, and they definitely have um, their sights set on doginals. They're actively working on on it. I don't want to say too much, but um, it is it is definitely you know in their in their purview. And um, once they build what they're building, then they're gonna go all in. They've been asking me a lot about kind of the, the emerging ecosystem. So when you just have a an indexer that people could plug into, you'll see this place really explode. The, the issue right now, right? We talked about this earlier with, with Ethan and doing Dipe. He thought he was gonna have his indexer up and the de- he said the next day, it's six <laughs> weeks later, still, right, just got transfers written. There was another one that popped up called cdrc20 where this person had a local indexer and now that website's like dysfunctional so that's where track comes in and we'll be able to apply that and to build really really solid infrastructure so, so- jake
8: have you uh, explored the track core yet buddy uh,
2: i haven't no so i'm not i'm not a dev by it by any means but i do understand a lot of this in it's like deep complexities um I, it's you know, that's what Benny's been building towards since he created track. This is literally what he said. He just, he wanted to put out a decentralized indexer. And, um, so I haven't explored it. Do you have any, um, insight to it as somebody who's a little bit more technically minded?
8: Yeah, absolutely, brother. So what he did is he actually allowed folks like yourself and me, you know, I'm not that technically sound, bro. I'm just really good at learning in my opinion. So What this does is it gives the layman or the normal folk the opportunity to just type in NPM install and then run ord on your computer. Brother, you can search every Satoshi known to man. You can search the whole blockchain. So if that brings it over here to Doge, bro, you can search uh, every Doge map, every NAT, everything on the blockchain right in front of you on your computer.
2: And it's exciting, really, really exciting. What's up, Swiz?
8: So what's up, man?
5: Hey, yo, uh, I'm just going gonna, gonna to say, like, I, I appreciate you bringing up the watch trading thing because every space that I go in, bro, people are talking about this with dogenals. And, bro, just like I tell them, like, um, yo, like the floor is real on the dogenal dogs. Yes, people are saying, like, something about watch trading, but the problem that I have, and, and this isn't with you, Jake, because you didn't do this. The problem that I have with most people is, is they're assuming certain people are doing it. And I don't, I don't like that one bit. Um, I think people need to be careful. And if you're gonna assume, you better come with the facts. You better come with the receipts. Uh, and I haven't seen any yet. So the straight up, yo, it's it's a whole lot of talking, no receipts at all. So, and then another point that I wanted to make was like, what do we? A question just got asked. Like, what do we need on Doginals? I think that we need more products. I think people need to come over and. and uh, build whatever they believe that they can build, and honestly, there's not a lot of competition. Like, dude, you can run laps around these people. Like the top 100, honestly, just straight up, yo, nobody's doing anything. Uh, so it's not a lot of active people. I will say, you know, Dogenal no Dogs, I will give them credit. Yo, they they've been very active. I made I made a point that Bark and Books and you know the whole community. I got to give the whole community credit they've onboarded a lot of people and there's a lot of builders like 8-bit that's onboarded people and educating them. And uh, when I can get in spaces and stuff, when I'm not like in the back channels, just building myself, uh, I'm, also, I'm also educating people and and building myself. So there's some, there's some cool products and the Wolfie swap. I've seen that. That was really, really cool. I bought the token um, like a few weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, man, there's a lot of a lot of products, it really isn't doing anything. A lot of tokens, it isn't doing anything. So you, if you're not on the dogenals and you got a cool idea, come experiment uh, experiment with it. Like, it's so cheap. What are you going to lose? Just come see if people like it. And who knows? Reach out to me and I might even support you.
0: Dogenal dog, yeah. current floor is 17,000 doge, which is like, what is that? Like 1,400 bucks? something oh. like
1: that uh, yeah. yeah i want to chime in on this uh we definitely needed some people like bark and swizz and all of them to come ready into dojo and it was like that's what really we needed we needed some ready guys like anybody else who comes they are just dropping off of like floor level of course you're not going to get the traction that bark and them are getting so even if it's not real or even if it is real they're getting that traction rather it was real or not that's what was going to happen real shit.
2: Yeah, it's a good take. Yeah. And something I just want to note as well. um, I'm just a person where if there's something controversial, I'm going to ask you directly. I want to hear your opinion. You know, I'm not going to talk behind your back. I'm not going to do all this bullshit. I want to have this open conversation again, right? So everyone can make their own informed decision based off of the conversation that they heard. And to me, right, that's the most decentralized way. Never telling somebody what to buy, what not to buy. As long as you're an adult and you understand everything that exists and you like whatever take, whatever side, then then that's up to you. That's kind of how, how I see it. So go ahead, Bark.
9: Yo, love the mentality, Jake. Look, I'm there's a there's a reason I'm sitting up here right now having this conversation with you, not afraid of, you know, I know you're not gonna punch me through the fucking phone. So <laughs> uh, again, you know, I, I think it's what's really important. I love what Swiss said, I, I love what Early said. I mean, this ecosystem's been around since, you know, February of twenty-three. And really, up into this point, it's been you know primarily outside of some of the stuff that Swiss has been doing and a couple of these early inscriptions, you know, it's been derivatives and you know ten dollars floors and thirty dollars of daily volume in spaces with six people in it, right? You know what we were able to do with the Dogeonal Dogs, you know, we did a a democratic mint so or a democratic whitelist process. You know, winners were selected every day. Then they got to pick three friends, and then their friends got to pick three friends. So everybody that was in the community and showing up should have and did get a whitelist and which now which which resulted in two free mints, zero gas, we were the first project on Doge to do this, all you had to do is click one mint button, we took care of the gas, we took care of all the fees. And we put uh, right now it's, it's $2,600 into our community's pocket, everybody's pocket, we put that in there. And and it is liquid, like you if you want to liquidate, you can liquidate that it will be bought. And I, I just think that it's, I think it's something that really should be celebrated and something that should be studied. Right by, you know, when I see derivatives or other other people that want to come at the doginal dogs, I mean, ultimately, criticism is fine. You know, I don't do what I do for the, the approval or for the comments of, of strangers on Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk to talk about things though like I am right, right up here now. But definitely, I mean, I think that if, if more people looked at what we were doing and said, Yo, what can we do to emulate to onboard more and to bring more people in? I mean, not for nothing. Our whole community is Ethereum traders, Solana traders, Cardano you know they're all different backgrounds right very few people of our community were inscription native and what we're doing right now is inscription education getting people to inscribe how many of the community how much of the community now is is running nodes you know thanks to thanks to a lot of the efforts of the community and shout out to 8Bit for pushing that they're running nodes doing their own inscription getting their own art up there you know i think people you know pe- you know negativity and hatred is super loud in life i mean it's 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 going to be much louder and and a, a, a minority of of vocal negative people can 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 be extremely loud but ultimately you just go hang out in our spaces and see and kind of see what we're up to you'll see that you know we we, we genuinely are passionate about what we're doing and, and we're here to to make a positive difference in the ecosystem and i think that's what is most important and you know crit- people who can think critically and 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 make decisions on their own will see that you know so i just want to i just wanted to, to to throw that out there and 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 you know and of course we have relationships with doge labs i mean certainly If people want to get their collections up there, take advantage of the launch pad, I mean, these are kind of the things that we can also help our community do as well, because we definitely want to see the ecosystem grow. You know, Swizz said it, yo, there's very or or early said it, excuse me. I mean, everybody's been saying it. There's very few legitimate projects. I mean, even Jake said it. There's very few legitimate projects right now. We need more serious builder. We need more. We need more teams. And and uh, that's the only way this ecosystem is going to grow, not just with a few projects just hanging out. We need less derivatives, more real organic ideas and and i want to see some of the things that we've seen on ordinals yeah you know? i want to see a lot of the techniques and in, in the inscription progress that it was made on ordinals i want to see that be ported over to uh, dogecoin more i know 8-bit has been working on some uh doing games and we saw the uh we saw uh, mini doges do doom you know we're working on some game five things as well behind the scenes which 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 we're, we're we're investing a lot of time energy and resources into so we are really out here trying to push the ecosystem forward get some publicity get people to see that doge is, is actually not just a joke. It's it's there's real use cases for inscriptions on there. So I just wanted to put that out there. And, and again, I mean, you know, without Swiz and 8-bit and, and the rest of the crew and hash and, and web and these people that are out here being vocal, the, the, the space would still be, you know, a bunch of derivatives hosting, you know, three person Twitter spaces and, <laughs> and look at it now, what it, what it's turned into.
2: Yeah. The, the most important point metric is bringing in new users, new liquidity, new projects, new originality, yeah. authenticity. Um, that is the one of the best metrics to um, to evaluate it. Yeah, the the fact that many dojos went in and did that Doom, the whole Doom game, I didn't even know it was possible. Um, I don't know if you did recursion or what it was, but I was also under the impression that... The- Yo,
8: that's the most foolish part. That was no recursion at all. That was on-chain. Me, myself, I inscribed 40 HTML games statically, and I'm actually in the process of inscribing every piece of code that Danny Webb and on-chain monkey did.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I, so I thought there was like a twelve hundred kilobyte limit. How, how do you bypass that? Do you know? Do you know how that actually works?
8: Totally, brother. So when Ape Sword forth what Casey did, he actually stumbled upon something that we use in the modern day internet. And what he called it was subwoofers, bro. So by actually splitting up the UTXOs, you're able to actually just do what recursion does for us on ordinals on chain on Doginals. So there's no file limit. There's only a limit to how much money you have.
2: Wow, that is exciting, uh, Adam. Remember when we first did our first original space? I think that was last summer. All the the projects that we had talked with were all gaming focused, right? Totally. And we were we like, oh, this is definitely where the ecosystem is headed, right? Cheap transactions, high throughput. Now, if there's no size limit, right, you could you could do you could do amazing lot, you know? theoretically. Yeah. Uh, what Adam, what do you what do you think now? Even you know we're now. We've been in the digital space literally since the beginning, um, right through Emblem and stuff like that. But you know, ten months later, as it's progressed, what are, what are your takeaways?
0: I think you know, in general, people just do. We're, we're copycats. We're, we're just monkey see, monkey do machines. Um, so I'm looking at like what they're coming out with, and actually, I mean, to your guys' credit, like like the the dogs and stuff, they're they're cool, unique, um, you know. But I'm looking at like coming up as like doge moon birds. It's like, you know, why would we be, you know, but it's just because we, this is the way humans work. We copy, we copy, we copy, but that doesn't mean there's somebody who may be sitting in this space right now who has an idea that, that, that is new. Right. And that actually catch captures, you know, new people's attention and interest. And anytime you have a block, a blockchain, especially a proof of work, OG blockchain like this, they can do transactions at near zero fee um there's a lot of opportunity for interesting stuff to happen so i still don't think you know we we may be right in the long run maybe it is some sort of gaming something that happens on doge right and uh it's totally possible because of these cheap transactions right and uh yeah it's super exciting man and everybody in this space appreciate you joining us and talking about it and obviously you guys are first and first is like we talk about PFPs and kind of traditional stuff, but being here for what's possible, I think, is what's really, really exciting.
2: Yeah. And speaking on what Bark had said about a lot of his community is, or a lot of the Doge Hell Dogs community, not just his, just everyone part of the communities, mostly ETH traders. Yep. Uh, we saw Crypto Schools 2019 ETH NFT PFP just did their, I think they call it Doge Schools drop. Mm-hmm. I also saw the Doge Pound, which was a popular 2021 ETH NFT collection tease that they're going to do uh, drop as well so as long as we're you know aware as a community um the intentions of the project are those extractive are they trying to come in and you know put their foot in the ground and actually build or are they just trying to to make some money right something that as a community we need to you know self-police and and just kind of be aware of but it is exciting to see that that was when we were in the early bitcoin Ordinals days that was what we were looking for when we saw Frank and Coldy and all these ETH NFT. I think Jack Butcher did some stuff super early or inscribed, and we we're like, oh, this is, you're, we already brought them over immediately. Right. And so those are very, very strong and healthy signs. I'm assuming then you'll probably see any type of Doge project that was on ETH or any of these other collections just say that they're coming home. Right. Such an easy narrative to say. Right. Um, go ahead, Swiz, and then we'll go to Chris.
5: Yo, you guys mentioned the owls, yo, that's hilarious. But yo, the reason why I think that's cool, man, is because a lot of people wasn't thinking. You know, going back, yo, I did the Doge Punks back in February, late February, early March of uh, 2023. And a lot of people did that derivative uh, art style. And going back, man, like sub 100K, dude, you should have been thinking of like originality because that's what's going to hit. Like if you got a sub 100K collection with original art, Yo, that's the that's the shit is gonna hit. Uh, I think that a lot of a lot of that stuff sub 100k. I keep saying it's undervalued, but um, you know that's one point that I wanted to make. Another point, you guys mentioned games and stuff, which I thought was cool because going back six months ago, yo, I put the first game on Dogecoin, and that's not me to say that to brag. That's me to say if I could do it, anybody could do this. Like I use ChatGPT and did like an html game i put like pac-man on there uh tetris uh i think i believe tetris was the very first game on uh, that i put on dogecoin and i did snake the snake game and uh i did like my own dogepunk game that i never launched it's like a, a block runner where you jump over these obstacles and, and they're fully functioning and stuff they're really basic just like uh I mean, just basic games. But if I could do that with Chad GBT, anybody could do it. I'm not tech savvy. I use this, um, actually, it's like an ordinal uh, thing. It's called Wild Tinks. And you could put the code inside of that, and then it shows you what it'll give. And Yo, then the
8: builder.io.
5: Yeah, yeah. Let's go, bro. <laughs> yeah, so just experiment with it. Like, if I could do it, anybody could do it. Just come over and experiment.
2: Chris,
3: what you think? I uh, mean, was, was just kind of thinking, uh, you know, we've got some people in here. Um, me, Jake and Adam work at emblem vault. So maybe for Jake or Adam, you know, you've got all these people in here. We're a multi-chain protocol. We just launched, uh, Bitcoin D gods, curated collection, all the ordinals, uh, curated collections coming up. Why, why might they care? What might be the future look like for maybe some dogenals and emblem vault collaborations, but, uh, why should they care about something like emblem?
2: Yeah, just to take it multi-chain, right? Um, our thesis at Emblem is meeting collectors where they are. And as I'd mentioned, right, they're collectors and their traders and community you came over from from ETH and Solana. So meeting them in a, you know, a more familiar environment of, you know, denominating it in ETH or getting access to smart contract tooling to right taking your Dogenal dogs to Solana to go, you know, deposit into some sort of LP um game or gamification that's kind of where we're going right that's where people want to be able to uh import and export their value um into these these protocols we're actually looking to add doginal support right now the apis surrounding doginals are quite centralized and um quite immature so we've been actually we, we've gone around to multiple teams to try to get um an api so we could build our balance checker for doginals So whenever that does happen, whenever we can finally get that, then, you know, we'll have dojo support and you'll be able to take them to wherever you want, right? We're going to be deploying on, right now we're on ETH and Polygon, we'll be on Bitcoin ordinals, um, beginning of Q2, hopefully, and then Solana, hopefully sometime in Q3 and going back and forth between those, I think is um, very, very um, interesting, right? To say the least. And it'll be very, very exciting for cross-chain tooling, cross-chain DeFi. That's where the future is going. It's, to me, it's Without a doubt. And it's just, it's even more apparent this cycle, like we're retail still not even here. And a lot of the crypto natives are partaking in five to 10 different blockchains per month, right. Trading on and experimenting with. And it was not like that before I could tell you you've been here for, for eight <laughs> years. It was, it was not like that at all. Even last cycle, right. It was yep. like this heavy ETH versus Solana kind of. Maybe narrative. people had two wallets, maybe, you know, Mm-hmm. Magic one that's attacking this they, they were very uh, very you know they're very aware of what was happening it's same with emblem as well and um it's exciting to finally see that this is coming but yeah we do have something uh in store hopefully come out tomorrow or thursday during the town hall make sure everyone comes to the town hall on thursday we got a lot of stuff to share
8: uh but go ahead ape it yeah, Jake, I just got to shout you out, man. You've been one of the biggest proponents of that multi-chain future, bro, since last year, man. You know, you've actually inspired something that I wrote, bro. It's an honor to tell you about this, but, bro, I've been starting to develop like a cross-chain interoperable uh, recursive module. So it enable us to communicate from Dogecoin to Bitcoin, you know, using some code That's- from inscription to inscription, brother.
2: That is that to me is the holy grail. I actually got that idea from from Luke, who is kind of one of the the leading Litecoin ordinal guys and helped Adam um, restart Bell's coin. I had a podcast with him, I think it was like April last year, and he proposed this idea of cross-chain recursion. And I was like, Holy shit, that is that's that's the final boss right there. I guess I think you have to add like a few endpoints to each chain, but to me, like cross-chain recursion is essentially just like proof-of-work bridges. That's the easiest way to um, you utilize the strengths of each ordinal ecosystem, right? Whether you want uh, doginal's cheap fees or you want Bitcoin ordinal security, right? Or you want Litecoin ordinal's MimbleWimble access, right? There's all kinds of different opportunities. You want bellinals, um, very slow block times. <laughs> <laughs> World's, <laughs> slowest.
0: World's slowest. world
2: slowest. <laughs> world slowest, right? There, there's so many opportunities out there. And again, I think at some point, a lot of these other older proof-of-work chains will also um, get additional ordinal ecosystems for whatever the strengths are. And I think cross-chain recursion is really what will uh, open up that access. So give me, give me a little bit more information. What um, what are your leading thoughts about cross-chain recursion?
8: Sure, bro. So what really kind of opened my mind to it is when I started trying to run the Wonky Ord, which is the Dogecoin version of Ord, the Ord client. And what I noticed was was that the Rust RPC code, the library, was so similar that perhaps with just a simple communication layer, we could actually implement cross-chain uh, recursion. So I started writing the code, and I started looking into the real world um, to see if there's actually examples of it, and I found it. So I've actually started running the code, and it's possible. Oh, it's possible, bro. I'm just not ready to uh, share it with everybody yet.
0: So, give us a simple idea of what that would like something that could be built that would be interesting in that using that cross chain. Yeah,
8: so, dude, my first thing is bitmap and doge map, bro. If we got bitmap and doge map connected, it could change everything. You know, it would actually unlock so much liquidity and make something so special happen, guys.
2: Yeah, I think so as well. A lot of it's still a little bit ambiguous in terms of what it all means. But, um, Adam, as we've learned, if you just put a lot of toolings out, for builders they'll figure it out as long as they know there's some liquidity on the other side yeah, that's exactly so that's the proliferation of, of emblem vault was um, back in 2021 putting rare pepes from bitcoin and selling on ethereum people knew there was millions of dollars on the other side of that of that vault right and so same thing here right as Apa is talking it's like I don't, I don't know specifically what it is but i know pairing these together there's going to be something there that is going to be quite attractive to not just him but to everybody right doge map and map are probably the two largest map ecosystems although soul map i think has a lot of traction or did at some point i'm glad to see someone's actually pursuing it um you should definitely connect with luke what's his last name right i think uh yeah just dm me i'll i'll and you should connect with Luke because he's been talking about this for a long time. And he he knows Litecoin, Ordinals, and Bells, Ordinals, like the
8: back of his hand. So yeah. um, Dude, I'd be honored, bro. I actually was uh, kind of reading what he was writing about the Bells blockchain because I felt like that was one of the coolest things that happened recently, bro. You know, mm-hmm. the Bells blockchain just came out of nowhere. And like DGENs did what DGENs do, bro. bro.
0: Broke the chain. <laughs> broke the chain. Or nearly broke the chain. <laughs> it, let's just say it's a little slow. It's a little slow, but I'll DM you after the after the space, and I'll give you uh, Luke's account so you can DM him. He's a good.
8: Appreciate you,
0: Yeah, it's
2: exciting. What's up, Swiss? Thank you for wait. Thank you for being patient.
5: Oh no problem, man. You guys, I raised my hand and y'all started talking about like what I was thinking about, which was the Bell Scriptions yo. and and going back to uh, this guy helped out. His name is is Graham. Oh sure. Uh, I helped him out With, with what? That's
0: yeah, bad. sure. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah. So Graham, yeah, I helped him out with dope doges and uh, I was actually reaching out to him about bell Scriptions and he had a sub 12 K, uh, dope doges, uh, for, for like dogenals. And then we got to talking a little bit about, um, you know, bell Scriptions and I got to checking it out and going back, like looking at bell Scriptions, like exactly how dogenals were at first, which is crazy. And I, I'm super bullish on bell descriptions and he actually like came out with the first collection. He's got like oh, uh, yeah, like the a few He's got the early buy, rocks, dude. all
0: sub 100 Yep. Yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah. He's I'm talking to him about that today, actually. It's like uh and then he's coming out with some fucking uh bell, or I don't even know these bell bell rockers or some shit. Uh but they're <laughs> pretty cool. Uh but nah dude, I have a question though about that, dude. The blockchain is super slow. Yeah, What's making it slow and what could speed it up?
0: Well, it, it's a couple things. Basically it's, it's the early version of Dogecoin. Uh, so it's the one Billy built like a week before Dogecoin released. Um, so it has all the same problems that the Doge kind of developers had to figure out later, um, which is it, it can't, it, the blockchain doesn't exist. It doesn't change its difficulty level quick enough. And so when we have huge spikes in hash rate, it doesn't, it doesn't adjust quick enough. So the, the complexity to solve a block gets really, really hard. Uh, and then we have hash drop away, which, you know, which makes the block really, really difficult to solve. So we've had like basically brought block freeze. We've had blocks take three hours to go through, uh, that combined with massive amounts of inscriptions. We've had like 25 million inscriptions. Um, just completely clogged the chain. And so, yeah, it's a challenge. We're just trying to keep it running right now as we maybe move to a uh, merge mine with either Litecoin or Dogecoin. But there's significant challenges. We'd love to have anybody in the space, you know, jump in the Discord and try, you know, if you're devs, especially, to help us kind of work through, because there are a bunch of different avenues we could take to try and fix it. But um, but Graham's awesome. He He's super, I mean, as far as like inscriptions goes... He's the guy who figured it out on Bell's coin, which is amazing. He's super, uh, high level dev. So, uh, very, very lucky to have him in the community and, and helping out with Dogecoin for sure. Yeah, we've been, uh,
2: we've been talking with Graham, um, from the emblem side for a little while. He's a smart guy. You know, what's funny is remember when we had that first Bell's spaces, he came in and had said that he just wants to be, he wants to do crypto full time and he'll do whatever yeah. he needs to do. This is like literally within the first few days of Bell's popping up and then he built the first Bell's inscription, uh, inscription tool or with them in OW, I think was around the same time. Yep. And now he's actually doing it. So it's, it's, you know, it's one of those cool stories that if you're an opportunist and you want to pursue something, dude, just just stick around and, and you'll find it. You'll definitely find it. Go ahead, sis.
5: Yeah. Like, dude, I got to give that dude credit, man. I, I've been talking to him for the past month or uh, whenever, ever since I launched like, Uh, You know, or I didn't launch it. I helped him mint out the dope doges. It went really good with the dope doges. And I made him uh, a little bit of money from that and stuff. And he was talking about, like, whenever he mints out the other collection, uh, which I'm going to help the guy because I I really do want to see him succeed. And he's looked out for me. He's airdropped me some dope doges for free and stuff when he didn't have to. But he said he's going to go full time. Once he does that bell collection, so I really want to see the dude win, man. He's a genius. He's uh, there's it's not a coincidence that he was early to both ecosystems. Like being being early to Doginals is crazy too, man. Because like sub twelve k yo is is wild, man. Because that first day was just, I mean, there was like twenty thousand inscriptions. So he was there like the first day on Doginals and Bell inscriptions. So yeah, like and I. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he was there early on Bitcoin as well. So, I mean,
0: uh, I know he was early on Litecoin as well. Yeah. Like he helped build, I think Uh, he he uh, built the first inscription tool on Litecoin as well.
5: I got a question about Litecoin, Jake. Um, while you mentioned, uh, or whoever just mentioned that, Jake, I seen you repost something about Litecoin and I seen a marketplace just like Doji market. Could you tell us a little bit about Litecoin inscription?
2: yeah Litecoin inscriptions i think it's just a fun it's a fun story of just turmoil and success and implosion and that is the most clusterfucked inscription <laughs> ecosystem by, by far by far but you know one of my the, my main thesis though is like and chris was talking about this earlier as well these proof of work chains have literally been around for 10 years and have billions of dollars of value and those holders you know they've had no like their thesis on the original chain has been disproven, right? Litecoin has not become the payment. It's not, you know, Bitcoin Silver, right? Dogecoin's a meme, but now it's been evolving, and there's five billion to ten billion dollars sitting there of users who want to do something, and right, the only thing they can do right now is sell it to USD, and a lot of people like Litecoin and they want to build an identity or they have an identity in the Litecoin ecosystem, and so they need PFPs, they need all these different things. And Litecoin Ordinals was the second Ordinals ecosystem to pop up. It popped up, uh, I think like a week or two before doginals did. And uh, it was uh, exciting to start, right? Emblem Vault was involved. We helped sell a lot of the, the Litecoin punks to begin with. They had a few marketplaces pop up, a wallet popped up. Then the two marketplaces imploded. And then they had a rogue marketplace issue a snapshot. They were doing LTC 20 trading but the the unilit marketplace was allowing trans, stale transfer inscriptions to be traded so a lot of people were getting wrecked and they did some sort of snapshot that like completely fucked a lot of the early holders and then that marketplace rugged and trapped a lot and so the lt the, the ecosystem's just been you know it's been <laughs> a whirlwind over the last year
0: dude if you've been in like cardinal since the beginning you've been through you've been through it all <laughs> it's so funny it's like I- being so early, you would have thought, Oh, this is, I mean, we thought at the time I was like, dude, they're going to be second. This is going to be like, you know, the number two and you know, and it just, yeah, so many problems and, and just, you know, turn people off to it, frankly. Right. And so you, you get, you got this like pause in building. So the wallets weren't there. Nothing was there. I think I've told it before, but like Luke who launched like LTC 20 or whatever, was like doing a giveaway, like just, you know, put your wallet address in and I'll give them out. He was just giving them away to everybody in the discord. And I was so hesitant to like download the wallet. Like I was afraid it was going to like, you know, grab hold of my computer or whatever, you know, I just, I didn't even want to do it, you know, cause everything was so broken and dysfunctional, you know? Yeah. And now, now it's exciting. I think also
2: with the rise of dogenals or um, just leads that the ecosystems matured, a lot of dogenal holders are also Litecoin holders. Um, and so we've seen now two marketplaces pop up for Litecoin Ordinals. One's called uh, Chicken Market, which the dev team behind that said they actually forked the front end of um, of Doggy Market somehow. So I asked Doggy Market it was them. And then the other one, Ordinals.fun, um, I've been messaging with the guy, he said he'd been building it in silence for three months. Um, and so you have now those two, and you have Lightscribe the wallet, which is not that great, to be honest um but it ha- but it's the only wallet that has the APIs so it's kind of right it's all tied together the um and then you have the the lead dev anthony who's the one who forked uh, bitcoin ordinals he had to create a new indexer to fix the ltc20 ecosystem because it's clearly obvious that these these uh, inscription ecosystems don't proliferate unless there's a solid fungible token market on top of it it's just the inscription component of it, it's not enough to suffice yep. and um, so now he's fixed the indexer and he's working with gate.io to fix that balance and i think once that's fixed then um litecoin the litecoin uh, foundation has come out and put a bunch of bounties out to get a bunch of these other things fixed Um, so it there's definitely signs that it's coming back to life right until something till till it all uploads again but <laughs> Uh, to me, it's five billion dollars sitting there, and the the unique component of Litecoin Ordinals um, is that Litecoin has Mimblewimble, which is a privacy layer. It's essentially like a built-in coin join. And to me, I think LTC20 and Mimblewimble together doing private fungible tokens on Litecoin is it could be a huge unlock. I know there's some complexities behind it. But I even made the joke, I said Monero walked, so LTC20 <laughs> and and Mimblewimble could run. Um, it's just, it's it's a very interesting kind of dynamic that if you could do completely private fungible tokens on Litecoin, right, you would think that that would eventually find its way to Bitcoin, Yeah. Um, which was always a narrative for a while was, hey, let's test on Litecoin. And then if it works, let's bring it to Bitcoin. It's funny,
0: because I just saw there's a great video of Andreas Antonopoulos, like literally like I think Satoshi did Mimble Wimble because it's literally like genius. Have you seen that video? No. The other day it's literally like you know he's there just like Mimble Wimble like the guy who came up with it like came and I don't know this story fully but like he's like what he did like one post on the Bitcoin talk forum and it was like the Mimble Wimble white paper or whatever and like the guy then just ghosts you know and he's like (laughs) I think it might have been Satoshi it's such genius um (laughs) Anyway, something for another day. I have to do a deep dive into it. It's incredible. But it's,
2: yeah, this is why I love these uh, inscription market discussions that we're doing once a week now, because it's just it's it's very clear that this is just a massive trend, and it's just a parallel. You know, it's a parallel market to everything. And again, I, I, my, another thesis is I just think a lot of these other proof of work chains that are considered dead that have you know maybe a billion dollars in value are going to be brought back to life just um, just because now you can add NFTs and add fungible tokens and all these different things. Um, I do want to make the hands. I do want to say hello to Leo first. Um, thanks for joining, man. It's been a while since you've uh, popped into one of these spaces. I know you're quite, quite busy. Um, for those that don't know, me, Adam and Leo used to host shows together back under NFT now. was that two years ago or maybe two and a half years ago at this point? It's crazy, man. How you been?
10: dude i swear every time i come up here i miss our old shows <laughs> like, are, you guys are going strong i love this like you guys are like honestly i'm so completely out of the loop on everything y'all just talked about <laughs> <laughs> so, so um are you guys doing good like i don't want to hijack the conversation here like lots of people you guys have a really great discussion going i'm really just listening and learning but uh, you guys doing good
0: yeah, yeah man it's really like it's just it's what it is is talking about you know, what ordinals kicked off and like the downstream ripple effects on literally every other blockchain on the planet is, uh, it's incredible. And and part of this thesis, which Jake had from the beginning is this idea that, you know, Doge has this built in massive base already, probably more than any other chain of just people who have wallets, right. And stuff. And so like, if this does catch fire on another chain, it's very possible Doge is the one. And, um, so yeah, it's just, uh, it's wild to think about and to see what's getting built. And when it doesn't get built fast or right, like it did on, on Litecoin and kind of hit this big speed bump, you just see how it dies away. And uh, and that's not happened on Doge, although it did stumble, right? Um, Doge just kind of pulled through and now you have this like vibrant community here, um, you know, building, I guess. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, what's up, Eric? Good to see you.
11: Hey, Jake. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me up. So I, I had a I wanted to chime in on the Litecoin. Obviously, you guys know I mine um, with ASICS and, and AntMiner. So Litecoin Pool actually started to honor the Doge uh, merge mining. So starting February 10th, if you mine through Litecoinpool.org, they pay out in Litecoin and Doge now uh, for mining, which is great. Um, but I wanted to ask you, I sent you a DM, as you know, I've built a few things in the space and some others that, that people don't know I'm behind and I won't go into, but um, I, you brought up the, the privacy on Litecoin, which is interesting because I've been really trying to research shitcoins on Monero to have untraceable trading <laughs> on Monero, and there's no way to do that because you've got to index those transactions. So I guess maybe we can have another side combo or when I meet you in Neff Denver, we can talk, but to have the privacy on a chain that you index and see those transactions, like I'm kind of curious on how that would bring privacy to life. Cause if that's the case, that's something we will, uh, you know, we'll build with, um, in that regards.
2: Yeah. I'll try to explain the best that I've been told. So when I talked to Luke about Mimblewimble and how that works with, with ordinals, he said, think of like what a coin join is. That's essentially what Mimble Wimble is at the most like simple level to explain. Right. So it's basically, you're just putting a bunch of transactions, in a are you taking a bunch of transactions and mixing them together randomly, and then dispersing them to a new wallet? Right, it's kind of similar to like the the ring signatures on on uh, Moreno as well. Uh, so. He was saying with with Litecoin Ordinals, it doesn't really work because since they're non-fungible, if you're mixing a bunch of and non-fungible assets together, right? Obviously, you want to get that same one, yeah. and right. So it's you could you could have some interesting gambling kind of or gamified kind of mints with with Mimblewimble, right? If you everyone mints ten thousand of PFP and then it gets randomly you know generated to different wallets or mixed, but with LTC twenty, um, whether it's whether it's LTC 20 or you actually, you have to, or you have, you bring runes over to Litecoin with fungible tokens it works a little better because all the values, right? As long as you have that same value, it doesn't matter uh, where it goes, right? So if everyone has, let's, we'll just use light, for example, right? If it mixes together 10 transactions of a hundred light you know, you can send those to, to anybody because it's the same value, right? I think the difference here is whether it's an accounting based system like LTC 20 or you need to use some sort of UTXO model like runes or, or pipe or whatever comes over. I think it's still largely to be determined um, from what Luke has told me, building on Litecoin and actually even indexing Litecoin is actually a lot more. Uh, it's a lot tougher to than, than Bitcoin ordinals because of the added complexities of Mimblewimble and cheaper or um, cheaper fees and all these other things. Um, so that's something I'm looking out for. And this is why I keep harping on Litecoin ordinals um, as being something of value um, for people to go and build in. And obviously, you've kind of identified it. Um, and um, as Litecoin has been a, t- a testing ground, essentially, for for Bitcoin, or at least that's what maxis would say right over the last six or seven years um should be on bitcoin at some point i think it's just it's still largely just underexplored
11: it will be um yeah and i haven't explored it that's why i was asking you um those questions i mean when atomicals drops the AVM here soon any shot 256 proof of work will be able to work on with bitcoin so your avax moneros that's kind of why i've been diving into these other ones because i kind of feel privacy may be some type of narrative play here um, in the future with everything we do now being so transparent. So um, yeah, no, I, we can definitely have some more talks on that. I appreciate that, that Jake. Yeah, but um, uh,
2: Atomicals on LightCoin would, sounds like it could make sense as well. I know you're big on that.
11: Yeah. We're, we're currently cooking to bring that to, to already fine and, and doze. So um, that, that's one of the things we're working on behind the scenes with, with our wallet, bringing that as a, as a mobile app, uh, app as well from Google Chrome extension. So a few things we're cooking on and other stuff I won't dive into, which you guys will kind of see here real soon.
2: Yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. Just the amount of DeFi stuff that's already being attempted to be imported to Dogecoin, right? Like you have Dype, which is Pipe, pipe on Dogecoin. Uh, you're doing Atomicals on Dogecoin. Somebody tried to do CDRC20, which is CDRC20. You have um, the the Dogecoin rocks people, um, which apparently is like an OG Bitcoiner. Said he's doing runes on Dogecoin.
8: So of course, yo, I started doing DMT.
2: Oh yeah, was that you
8: that posted that? Post That's that me, my brother. To me? That's crazy. <laughs> the end in development on that? Bro.
2: Yeah, yo, you, know, you sent you replied with the the Gitbook. It was like a like a week ago, maybe. Uh, what are your
8: thoughts on that? Tell me, tell me
2: about it. How are you gonna bring I over think- NAT to Doge? <clears throat>
8: well, Jake, I think that everything is uh, really, really bullish, but we need the proper indexing. And that's where Benny comes in. And like, you know, I've been speaking with Santiago and Benny myself, and I'm running track core currently on my computer. So, you know, it's it all comes from proper indexing, and then we could really take off. And, it, and
11: to touch on that a bit, I know it's 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 centralized with his API now, but talking with more behind the scenes today, they are his, I guess, version or volume two is going to be coming within the next month and that's going to make it where it, it'll it'll really push the decentralization uh,
8: of that indexing so I just well, want that's to- what track core is brother it's uh the yeah. same way that like we run nodes you know the more people that download track core the more decentralized it becomes
11: yeah, it'll be and it'll become an open source, and you won't have to rely on his API, is what I'm kind of getting at.
8: That's, oh, that's, dude, that's dope.
11: <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I'm getting at, brother. They're, they're building on it to make it truly decentralized because it's currently a centralized. So I was, I've been talking behind the scenes. To just run up
2: Dang, awesome to see, dude. Awesome to see builders um, around here. Also, a, a few other things as well. Um, Woofy Swap, right? That was the, the first DAX has finally made its way there. At least that's what they claimed to be. You can deposit LPs, whether it works or not, I think still to be determined, but um, that that is there. There's another wallet that's being built, a launch pad, right? The the pad, um, which I think Bark was talking about. Um, it's, yeah, it's exciting. Magic Eden's teasing it, right? And now you got OKX and uh, and Gate. It's um, wolf only, I guess is the best way to <laughs> say it. Uh, we'll go doginals, fepe, and then Swiz.
4: Hi everyone, DogeNus Pepe here. What's good? Hi, thanks for having us. Uh, we are a sub 100k uh, uh project since uh, March. Uh, to continue the conversation just now, um, other than D5, uh, personally, I think that uh, Metaverse uh, will be huge in Dogecoin and DogeNus because. Uh, There will be many, many transactions uh, happen in the Metaverse. And uh, certainly, uh, the Dogecoin space is more fun and much more scalable. And uh, it's easier to onboard new users. That's why uh, we uh, deploy a um, Metaverse protocol, a Metaverse asset protocol uh if you go if you have time to go into the our twitter account to see there's a new uh gitbook document that we propose uh, metaverse asset protocol a standard in fact and uh, uh would like you all to have a look at it and uh, especially uh uh Jake yourself and uh i can see leonidas is here and 8 uh, bit yeah, just just take a look.
0: That's awesome. I think we, man. we had we had Fepe on uh, maybe he was our on the first, first show. He yeah, was on the very first show. Yeah, I think Fepe w- uh, was the. Uh, they were going to make a meme out of that one. That was the best. Uh, he, do- the best he donated thing. me one. I think he was supposed to donate one to you, but you never gave him the deposit address. <laughs> f- 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 generational wealth
4: again. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. So so the difference about uh our, our uh the standard that we we suggest is uh we have a POP pop in the deploy uh inscription which it suggests uh how many uh to, how many uh that amount that you need in order to populate one asset in the metaverse. And uh, this is just a suggestion. Of course it's up to the metaverse platform or creator or the builder to uh decide whether um when they want to um input uh the json file into the metaverse platform uh how many amount is suitable to populate one asset for their for their json file yeah
2: interesting yeah i'll have to take a look you know these are healthy signs when early uh, early inscription collections or early founders are starting to build things outside of their own collection, right? The uh, Many doges just did the the doom or inscribed doom on Dogecoin, which made Coindesk headlines, right? Now you're building a metaverse standard that's very similar to what happened in Bitcoin ordinals, where you had like the early Fimoji guys build recursive org and you had the uh, inscribed Pepe's come in and I forget, they built something unique. So Healthy signs, it's, it's very, it's mimicking uh, Bitcoin ordinals. Very, very closely. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome, man. Dude. Congratulations. It almost sounds like BRC 420 on Dogecoin. <laughs> That's I say,
8: what I was going to ask him because yeah. I forked that and we began trying to <laughs> develop that for Bitmap Valley. So is that what you're talking about, sir?
2: DogeKline is that, uh, is it similar to BRC 420?
4: Uh, No, Uh, BRC420, in my opinion, is a a little bit centralized. Uh, Of course, uh, each builder, trader can deploy, uh, can create any assets that they want, uh, but it will still be on their platform, on on their website, BRC420. But this is a little bit different, means uh, the community can inscribe the JSON and deploy any character that they want as a JSON format and decide how many uh, amount to populate in the Metaverse protocol. So once the uh, a character means, uh, for example, the first is puppy, and if it's fully inscribed, then it's up to the builders, Metaverse platform builders to decide uh, whether they want to create a 3D or 2D asset puppy in their platform. And if let's say I have a puppy JSON, I go to Metaverse platform A, uh, I will able to get a free mean or a paid min from this Metaverse platform. Of course, uh, you could see five different platform, uh, create five different unique puppy. So it's up to me as a holder of the puppy JSON to adopt which, a puppy that I that that I go to whichever platform but of course the first who create the puppy uh obviously could have a higher I mean uh a speculate value because first is first yeah so basically that's that's the concept so the pop pop uh, population is basically a like a gamification uh so people can compete in collecting the JSON, uh, the amount of JSON, in order to get uh, the amount of Metaverse asset that they want. So this is one of the slight difference uh, between uh, DRC 690 and uh, BRC 420. Yes.
2: Interesting. I'm definitely going to have to take a look after this. Uh,
8: a bit do you have any follow-up to it? Yeah, I'd just like to uh, say, bro, I'm going to jump in your DMs because it seems like, you know, you're ready to build, bro. I really, really like this. Um, I love the idea. I just think that it's maybe something in itself. I wouldn't even compare it to DRC-420 because I really do believe that there's a ton of benefits of that DRC-420 protocol, specifically with royalty standards, a metaverse standard, and now the new recursive experimental standard that I've actually implemented. So I think we got to get together and really build in the open here Brother, really exciting time.
4: Love. Thanks, thanks for your opinion. Thanks. Love to see that. What's up, Swiss?
5: Yo, I like I like listening to builders like this, bro. Just keep building and do your thing. But I'm gonna just give my opinion, yo. I'm bullish on the metaverse and stuff. And they say, yo, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, yo, build somebody build out DRC 420s, and that's you know that that's gonna be the alpha. For for that, yo, that's gonna be the biggest fucking thing. Uh, besides, you know, Doge Maps when it comes to the Metaverse on Dogecoin. And but I did have some questions, yo, about er- earlier what we was talking about. Just two more questions about Litecoin. Uh, what did these Litecoin maps inscribe at? Like what price? Um, and I uh, like what is the ordi? Do you think uh, of, of Litecoin? And, and where do I find these these tokens at?
2: Yeah, good questions, actually. And um, so we'll, we'll start with the last one first. Uh, Light is the first one deployed. Um, and r- right now, the only place you could buy it is on gate.io, a centralized exchange, which right se- seems completely ass-backwards, but it was because of the uh, the rogue marketplace, Unilit that allowed for stale trans- transfer inscriptions to be traded. They realized their mistake after they got a lot of people wrecked. They took a snapshot. And then tried to basically create their own indexer to re airdrop people from the transfer inscription. So right now, light's actually been paused for trading pretty much. So it's pretty much just flat. Uh, But Anthony, who's the guy who forked Ordcore and has been kind of the lead maintainer, uh, he just published a new indexer on Christmas. And um, he's been working with gate.io to basically get it back up and running. So once that's done, uh, from what I hear, it's supposed to be a few weeks, um, then I believe Light will be listed on Chicken Market, it'll be listed on ordinals.fun, it'll be listed on Gate, and you'll really start seeing a lot of this come in. And um, there's a lot of catch-up room that, has to, that is going to be there, right? Light is 84 million instead of 21 million because that's actually the amount of, of Litecoin. Um, but right now it's I think it's sitting at like a million dollar market cap, right? Um, and it has a five Litecoin has a five billion dollar market cap. Dogecoin has a ten billion dollar market cap, and Doji is sitting around a fifty million dollar market cap, right? So if you just, you know, put your fun speculation on, you could say there's probably gonna be a lot of catch up trades um there at some point. Um and then what was the first question? Sorry.
5: What did Litecoin uh the light maps? Uh, the Litecoin maps, I don't know what they're called. What do
2: they inscribe at? At pretty much free, honestly. It's really cheap to inscribe on on Litecoin. I would say probably pennies. Damn. Okay. Yeah. If you go to ordinals.fun, that's the and Chicken Mark, I believe, has it too. You can go and inscribe. The downside on ordinals.fun is they're charging one dollar service fee per. Inscription. So it's actually, if you just run, you know, Ord core, or if you just run a Litecoin node and then sync up to the, the Litecoin core, you could probably just go and inscribe the remaining 10,000 for pretty much free. Oh, there's still that. There's still some left. That's what he said. If you go to or- go to the website, ordinals.fun, um, this is the guy who built his own Litecoin marketplace. I've been talking with him. He said it took him three months to build this. He's claiming that there's about 10,000 left that still can be inscribed. I don't know for sure, um, but I was gonna go and inscribe some through his platform. And then I saw it was like a dollar per and I was just like, oh, this isn't worth it. Although <laughs> probably <remaining> generational wealth. <laughs>
11: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Famous. Is there,
11: in, is there an index for those,
2: Jake? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, go to, I w- again, um, so LightScribe is like the only API that I'm aware of um, for Litecoin ordinals. Again, right? This is the the just lack of infrastructure, um, but just I go ahead and talk with them. I always say go talk with Luke. Anything like Ordinals, he, him and Anthony run Litecoin Labs, um, which is just basically the lead maintainers on it, and they know everything about the ecosystem. So yeah, just go ahead and reach out to them. And Eric, I do want to note as well, um, there was something for Monero Ordinals in the very beginning. It was called Mordinals, I think. Ordinals, yeah, is
0: that was called, right. yeah, man, yeah. <laughs>
2: the joke joke was like uh how do you know that they're even creative how do they know they even exist
11: (laughs) yes that that was the thing and i'm like you know i've been really thinking about it like yo put a shit coin on monero and we can just trade it no one knows who the fuck's trading it (laughs) there's no way to index it doesn't even
0: exist bro it's like that old meme with like you're in the uh you're you're laying on the couch and sigmund freud asks you uh You know, are the NFTs in the room with you right now? That's everything, yeah. Yeah.
11: You know, and I wanted to do it for Doze, and I'll put it out there because you can't. You'd have to change the whole Doze core, but I wanted to launch a dinero on Doze, but you just, you you can't. (laughs) I tried to look very hard into it.
2: All right, someone go do it on Zcash. Let's get some uh, some, <laughs> some ZK ordinals up, right? ZK20s. Wait, how
11: about x Isn't that wasn't, that wasn't that verge that was the fork of Doge, You know, when Wraith, what what's up?
12: Yeah. What's up, Damien? Hey, how you guys doing? I was just wondering, do you guys know if Word.io plans on adding other chains?
2: Well, Leo, what do you think?
10: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. Like I'm going to be honest, we're having trouble keeping up to date with Bitcoin. So, like we are probably not going to be moving in the direction of just scaling with, you know, a similar product and then adding a lot of UTXO-based chains. I will say I think that is a business model that marketplaces explorers are going to pursue very successfully and be more of this like proof of work UTXO web3 kind of product. We are more specifically focused on Bitcoin and even more specifically like ordinals, so rare stats and inscriptions, just kind of focusing on a niche and trying to do that really well. Um, there's absolutely a need for the product you're describing though.
2: When when Dor.io <laughs> <laughs> Right, Lord.io. I I can see people building it up. I love ord.io. I've said that, Leo, since you launched one of the most important I'm, tools that exists on ordinals.
10: I mean, you definitely like could imagine its attributes on mm-hmm. Like I don't know what are what are little pieces of Doge called? Doge are
8: called sheets, paper out.
10: There you go, oh, right? Like no, you can no, imagine no, all of these, ideas, of those, all these other okay. UTXO chains. Like there's yeah. no reason why there won't be. They're not called sheets. Runes. <laughs>
8: That's what Sword called them, and you know it's a consensus, brother. Again, yeah, Leo. Uh, the creator
11: said they're called Kienos, key- not
8: Sheeps. Oh, they're boy. actually called Satoshi. If
11: you want to be real specific about it, but Billy Marks was in my GMs yesterday. Hold on, let me DM him. Oh, he, he replied to your tweet and said they're called Kibos. They actually found. He was them.
8: referring to the tweet before, my brother. But like, yeah, Leo, I'm like, really, I want to meet Leo right now. Leo,
2: well, yeah, point? go, Leo. Go ahead about the, the rare stats. That was an interesting take, actually
10: no i mean it's not it's not even that big brains of an idea it's like if you look at what people are interested on with ordinals right it's i think people are really interested in bear sats and runes and those things don't seem to have made their way to these other chains yet so to me it's like just super obvious kind of play it's like go do runes on these other chains it's looking like it's going to shape up to be a pretty important protocol on bitcoin and usually if that happens then it'll, it'll kind of make its way down to these other chains. And, you know, I, I sort of think of these chains as more of like the L2 for Bitcoin or something like this, even though that's Ethereum people are probably like, dude, what is this guy talking about? But to me, the narrative, like, like I think the narrative is fees go up on Bitcoin during this bull run. Fees go up a lot. And it's like, where does that energy move to of, of those people that are priced out? I don't necessarily think the energy... Like, i don't think the actual l2s on bitcoin are uh sophisticated enough and, and mature enough to, to handle that sort of energy so i think logically it probably flows to these other utxo proof of work chains that are like the scalable bitcoin even though they're not actually l 2s so i think that's the thesis is like when when are gonna when are we gonna enter a state where people are super pissed just like they were on ethereum in 2021 and like, what do I do? And then, you know, Tezos picked up a really solid kind of art scene during that. Um, that's the, the kind of play here. Unfortunately, it's like when fees are low, <laughs> it's it's you know, why not do it on Bitcoin, right? Like, what's really the argument for not doing it on Bitcoin if fees are low, right? So, yeah, it's a, I think it's all I think it's all mostly a fee based thing at the end of the day. And like, what's mega bullish for these other chains is if Bitcoin fees go through the roof.
2: That runes block, that having block, we're going to see, what, probably a 1,000 sats per v guide or something. Uh, maybe that's the, the tipping point.
8: Uh, 8-Bit, go ahead. Yeah, brother. We actually started <laughs> doing it, started talking about it here on DogeNals, and the community voted on dunes. That's what we're going to call them. We're going to call runes dunes on Dogecoin, bro. Yeah.
2: Let's go. Yeah. And, and in terms of rare sats, I was talking with big God about rare sats on doge. Um, I know he was looking into it. Um, right. And then you start thinking like, what, what is that? What defines a rare sat or a rare doge or rare sheep or whatever you call it. Um, is interesting to say the least, but it's something that hasn't been, been tapped in maybe just because it takes a lot more work or because you have to work directly with the core team to implement that. Um, it sounds like it, uh, what's up Swiss.
5: I was about to say, man, like, I don't see why people that know what they're doing on rare Satoshis just come over to Doge. Like, it's such a big opportunity. And if your goal is to make money, drop a collection, drop the first fucking collection. It's a rare, uh, rare sheeps, uh, like, collection, yo. I, I think that would be cool. Uh, and you could even do rare sheeps, like, uh, you know, the guy bought like a Honda or sold his Doge for like a Honda you can make those without know? do some shit like that yo that's it is cool. a lot of
0: blocks that is a lot of it is a lot of shebs or whatever you're calling it. That is a lot or a lot. But no yeah.
5: it it's a billion dollar idea. Whoever does it it's a billion dollar idea.
2: I would love some rare race car sats or rare race car shebs um from when Doge sponsored the the NASCAR that would be a that'd be a fun one. Uh Damien what's up
12: I was just going to comment on the meta uh, strategy. I think going on here with like you notice how nobody pays any attention to Litecoin, right? And Litecoin is known for this—you know, hundred percent uptime, the most transactions, so much volume. It's got MimbleWimble for some confidential transactions. It's got extension blocks for expand. It's ready to go, right? But nobody talks about it. Nobody builds for it. Nobody pays <laughs> no, anything. Shit, exactly. <laughs> and watch when it pumps how many people just take everything they have and just <laughs> export it right to Litecoin. And overnight, the market is there.
2: It is funny. We were talking about this with um, Adam Krellenstein, who's the the co founder of Counterparty, who just came back. And I was like, you know, I was really surprised no one forked Counterparty and put it on Litecoin and did Party. Um, but I think now with, with their development of him getting back at the helm with one of the other co-founders and Joe Looney and JP Jansen as the four of them running Counterparty, I think once they put all these upgrades in, right, with PSBT support, which they claim that they're going to be doing, I think then you just see Counterparty forked onto Litecoin and they can just run it back. We could get some uh, some Light Pepe's on there.
12: yeah. I did I did probably the first couple hundred on Litecoin myself, and it was like a span of 12 hours or something. Nobody was on there. Like nobody paid any attention whatsoever. It was like I was just on a dance floor, break dancing, and there's, the whole room is empty. By yourself. <laughs> yeah. For like – it was almost a day. I, I thought I was going crazy. I kept talking to my girl, and I'm like, it's, are you sure this is reality? Like what is going on here for pennies?
2: For pennies, yeah. What's up, says I will say, dude how How do you
5: know Litecoin Ordinals or whatever you call these shits? uh How do you know they're early because Litecoin Moonbirds are number one. Uh, <laughs> these, collections, these collections absolutely suck, dude. The art is shit. A lot of these. Somebody need can the devs do something? <laughs>
0: Yeah, we've been yelling that for like the last year. That's a that's a great point, man. Yeah, the Moonbird's are number one. That's how you know it's a failed chain.
12: <laughs> well, actually, I think Tiny Pepe is going to be building one there. And they have a lot of uh, big artists already submitting work. Coit's been talking about it. Coit said, I influenced him into doing this on Litecoin. And uh, it seems like it's happening. That's exciting.
2: Well, man, we've been going at this for two and a half hours almost. So I think, Adam, I think, and Chris, maybe we just need to do overall inscription markets every week. I think this is the third week we've done this now, just a dedicated non guest, just open format. I think we'll have to maybe make this a regular Tuesday show.
1: Lots been, to talk about.
2: Yep. Lots to talk about. And it, it this has definitely been the, the winner. It's been over 100, 150 active listeners the last three times in a row. So, um, being led by Doge, I think again, right to recap it all. I think Do- Doge, Doginals, and ETH inscriptions, in my opinion, are number two ecosystems fighting, and then right below that you got stamps, um, and maybe Solana inscriptions. Uh, it's exciting. Oh, and Atomicals, I put Atomicals right there as well in the number three slot. It's very, very exciting, man. You know. Um, also to to recap um, for those that don't know, Adam, myself, and Chris, we work at Emblem Vault. We host the show Tuesday through Thursday. This Thursday, the first ever Emblem Town Hall. We have a lot to share, a lot. There is a lot going on. We have hopefully something to even share beforehand, Um, maybe tomorrow, hopefully. Um, We'll be talking about on Thursday, the wrap up of Emblem Legacy Migration, Emblem Markets, Emblem.Finance, a few redacted projects, what we're looking forward to in February and bulk minting tools and all that fun stuff. It's really, really exciting. Um, tomorrow, we will be hosting, again, maybe um, an exciting launch. So, stay at least, if not, have to move out to Thursday. But make sure that you give Emblem Vault a follow. It's uh, the number 1 NFT cross-chain tool in the industry. We're having a lot of fun here, man. Dojenals are mooning, Bitcoin ordinals are, again, the king. Uh, hopefully, Litecoin ordinals really figures their shit out. But also, Stamps, is, we didn't even get to cover Stamps today, Stamps has been also crushing it as well, and they're uh, they're definitely leading. It's so funny, I put out uh, a tweet on Saturday talking about Kevin and Stamp, and man, that that community is hostile towards those two. No, Kevin and Stamp. Although Kevin was the first one, Stamp is the leader, and there's there's definitely some tensions in there. Yeah, so maybe, I saw I, I saw some of the replies geez. there. It's funny man, yeah, that, that <laughs> posted like Two
8: hundred
2: <laughs> replies. It's like Jesus Christ. I didn't realize that was. <laughs> that intense over there. So um Kevin or Stamp, whatever it is, dude. <laughs> That's Amazing. the provenant, the provenance versus the community. We've had right me, Lee, have had this debate for years. V1s versus V2s. That's kind of the similar situation over there. But uh without further ado, everybody, we'll be back here tomorrow at 30 a.m. Eastern Time. And until then, be safe. Look into Doge, look into ordinals, and hopefully quantum cats can launch. Until then, uh, we'll see you tomorrow.